This week on Face Off Hockey Show, we got a lot of gingers here. I don't know what the hell we're doing. One of them's making a loud noise during the intro. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about Bo Horvat coming through, uh, finally getting traded at the NHLPA, looking at labor secretaries and all other fun stuff. It's Face Off Hockey Show right now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. Face Off Hockey Show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with a C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. Hey, Scotty Waz here, Johnny P there, Mark with a C, and Hudson there, and the, and the one that was making all the noise, Sean Leahy, here as well. Sorry, I'm new here. It's fine. It's he's fine. Not used to being on this early. He's on, yeah, he's on, he's on really early. And yeah, it's been a, it's been a time, um, but it's been a while since we've seen Sean Leahy. So glad he's back. Welcome back, Sean. Yeah, my Skype told me the same thing. Yeah, well, that's, yeah it's it been a long again. time. <laughs> yeah, uh, Sean Leahy texted me today because he's appalled by the Apple TV MLS deal. And it and it told him to shut up and listen for the update. Oh, there you go. Said you're a Rudy Poo candy ass, Sean. Comment. Can't disagree with that. Okay, fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sean, how does it feel not being the only redhead on this uh, show right now? Finally, after all these years of, of you know trying to double the the population of gingers on the show, I'm glad that it took this long. But I'm glad the day has arrived. There you go. And yeah. and Hudson, I'm glad you're also wearing the same thing. Exactly, you two are wearing well, the same thing. Uh, we talked. Show Hudson, what do you yeah. think about looking at your future right now? Uh, I'd probably be a teacher. Okay, perfect. All right, yeah. Love Instead it. of what Sean Leahy does. Files. <laughs> it's better than what I'm doing. That's... <laughs> How is that going, Sean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're into OnlyFans, <laughs> and I'm we are. <laughs> I, my mine is one where they tell they pay me to put the clothes back on, so I think that's a that's a good one. Oh, maybe you sh- mm-hmm. maybe you should get paid for your job. <laughs> no, that's a valid <laughs> valid point. Coach. I mean, maybe seriously. five. But he brings up a lot of you good mean points. You're a lifeguard. Lifeguard. He Life can't. Coach. He can't stand Life in. The, he can't stand in the sun. You kidding me? <laughs> Two seconds. I'll burn. I might jump into the pool. That's true. Be a lifeguard. That'd be fun. I might, I might consider that. Yeah, and then you arrest me. Okay. <laughs> wow. No, like I jurisdiction. Die. Virginia have a lot of, I have a lot of jurisdiction. Yeah, I was gonna say. Because I'd die. <laughs> okay. What? It's turned quickly. Is uh, is that bruise on your head from when you fell down the steps, my dude? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was Ash Wednesday. I had to look at my calendar too, and no, that's not <laughs> until God. the twenty second. You did a you did a number on that forehead. 
Yep. Is it number one? <laughs> whoa, whoa! Say that for the OnlyFans. Yeah, exactly, yep. Yep. Oh. Bro. Bro. Oh. <laughs> Bro, you look like your bald Scott. I am bald. <laughs> you say that every week. Yeah, the same thing. <laughs> Okay, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> When's bedtime? <laughs> Nailed it. No, I meant for Mark. For Mark? <laughs> yeah. For Mark. yeah. I'd have been in bed a half hour ago. What do we go off the air? 9 I 10? I sleep on the couch a half hour ago. <laughs> we go off the air at what? 9 10? So like 9 I'm going to set an alarm for snooze time. All right. It's alarm for snooze time. Interesting. Hey, so my bowling ball broke this week. Out, dude. Stop. <laughs> Your bowling ball broke this week. My bowling ball broke. Okay, I'm going to break my bowling ball. <laughs> so, a nice crack down the middle of my bowling ball. Oh. How did you manage that? I'm a I don't know. I think it's because the, the fingers are all goofy up here. The glue did not <laughs> adhere to it when they got drilled for a third time and no. broke. And then everything kind of rotated through. Well, I think that's your problem. If you're yeah. using a goofy... Goofy glue? If you're using a goofy bowling ball and you're right-handed, bound yeah. to, you know... Cause well, if problems. you listen to it real close, it goes... <laughs> uh, so that's probably why... It's <laughs> probably what went wrong with that. Can you... Uh, can we take, like, a chisel to that thing and open it up fully? Do you think... Yeah, it, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cork in his balls? Yeah, we probably could. I want to show my kid tomorrow, balls. but... There is awesome. caramel inside. I'm also corking Caramel goo, you never yeah. know. No. Could be. Who's to say? It's a like creamy berry bowling ball. Creamy yeah, yeah, creamy exactly. nougat center. So that just like me. Exactly that. Exactly. So that happened and then my Oyo rink got cancelled because it couldn't find the box even though they sold it. Um <laughs> so got a refund on that. I'm utterly pissed, but hey, here we Ew. are as a people. Here we are as a people. Ew. Johnny, you had your old, you won your old Bay jersey. I did. Time. I won uh, uh, Kareem El Bashir uh, jersey. Um, yep. Dark liked it. Well, he liked course. that I won Kareem's jersey. It's his kid. Of course he'd like it. I assume so. <laughs> um, and yeah, and there was hockey this weekend. I went to hockey. Move it on me. It's your turn, uh, Hudson. How's school? Tell, yeah. me, tell me what brand your microphone is. My microphone is MXL. What does that mean to you? Tech talk. Yeah. Tick tock. Tick tock. No, that's a completely different that's thing. Completely different thing. Why you explain to these guys why you feel like you need to be picked up early from school every day? Uh oh. Uh oh. What are you doing at school? Well, why not? Every morning, this this kid demands to be picked up early from school. Why, why is that, Hudson? Explain yourself. Why is that, Hudson? Why do you Hudson, need to pick up early? Because he started a fight club. Oh, did he? Probably. There's only one rule about fight club. Exactly. Right. So why why do you why do you need to be picked up early, young Hudson? We will we will discontinue this segment if we do yeah, not get is, answers. This, this segment isn't very isn't very long. No, this segment's kind of. If you're not going to talk, then we're done. 
All right, I guess this is it for you. No. Okay. Well, he's got that. He's got counterpoint. <laughs> Point counterpoint. So you need to be picked up school early. Why? You have a modeling career you got to go to. You got baseball. What do you got? I got baseball, but. You, you and your dad play on the same little league team. <laughs> Be great if you did. We'll probably hit each other in the balls. That's how you. That's how baseball's played. Oddly <laughs> enough. <laughs> hey, Mark. If that podcasting doesn't work out for him, I think stand-up comedy is the next route. Honestly. Def Jam Rose. I'm gonna start throwing tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd probably pick you up in the crotch. And- Enough. Enough. So, Mark, do you want to tell this story about why he needs to be picked up early? No, I wanted him to explain himself. All right. He he says it every day, and this is an intervention. It's also not. It's also not the morning either. (laughs) Not the morning either. To the bottom of my body. To the bottom of you. Wanting to be picked up from school early every day because it's getting super annoying. Oh, you can go to the bottom of my pipe. <clears throat> How? What? What time do you get off of school? That you need to be picked up early. It's, I can't believe it's a full eight hours. Is it? School eight hours? No, no, no. It's no. Okay. Six hours. Okay. I don't know. I can't tell time. I've he been gets a... in at eight and he gets out at three. That's kind of like my wow. schedule. Seven hours. Seven hours. Half hour That's unpaid. A good day. Unpaid lunch. So you know. <laughs> Works. It's like a job already. Yeah, it's kind of like a job. He just needs one more hour. Bro, I'll just sleep in for 764 oh, hours. Maybe that's it. Maybe he got my sleep stats. I maybe. Yeah, I'd break your sleep stats. Damn, oh. son. Wow. In your place. Pitts Van Winkle over there. <laughs> I'd sleep all day. I'll sleep every day. I'll sleep every day of the week. I'll I sleep hope so. In months, I'll sleep in years. I'll sleep every day in the train truck. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hell? Yeah, exactly. Hudson, <laughs> what are you talking about? It's like Dr. Seuss. It, yeah, <laughs> call it that. <laughs> call it that. <laughs> All, right. All right, Sean, how's your week? Yeah, how's... I mean, how's good as that? <laughs> okay. can, sure. What can be? What can be really? Yeah, no, it's, I don't know. I don't know how to, how I top that. It's you know, preparing for the big old All Star game. Yeah, you going? Uh, who's off there? You heading in, back? You in, heading back in, home to South Florida? In my mind. <clears throat> oh, okay. Uh, now is the time to go. Early February, South yeah. Florida. Yeah. Much better than late July. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Thunderstorms aren't as frequent. Yeah, it doesn't rain every like seven minutes. Yeah, it's kind of the humidity's not a hundred. For 30 seconds. Yeah, right. Yeah, Guys, if you missed the 137 rain shower, don't worry. The 145 is coming right up. It's much more enjoyable. Yeah. The rainbow's in a better spot. Uh, so you wanted to come on, Sean Leahy, because you wanted to be with the other Patonzo to realize there is three Patonzos. Yeah, well, at least, only two at least three Patonzos. At least. Um, for now. For now. Could be more, could be less. Who's to say what how, how this segment turns out? Um, but uh, here we are, and you're happy about it, and I'm glad we could get you two on. It was a good time. Well, it was an honor. I mean, what can I say? It was an honor and a privilege. Um, I don't know if you're. I I don't know what the schedule is. I don't know what's happening. 
I don't know what's 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 the schedule, Mark. What kind of time are we at? <clears throat> All right, good call. It's almost bedtime. It's almost bedtime. All right. Is it almost bedtime? It's snack time. It's mm, snack time. Snack time. All right. All right. Okay. Say bye. Bye, Hudson. Bye. Bye. See you, buddy. See you later, ginger yes. friend. See you, buddy. Yeah. You going? See you, you... Yeah. You're gonna be snack. Good luck. You have fun with you snack. You missed your snack. I missed the snack time. <laughs> I hate when that happens. <laughs> kitchen hours. Give me some just... snack club. We're gonna call you Mr. Snack for the rest of the year. That's <clears throat> perfect. One way to go. Yeah. I enjoy I that. You're doing wonders for Sean's uh, self confidence. That's true. Mr. <laughs> 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 now he showed the guns. Oh, damn. I didn't know. <laughs> open carry in Virginia? What's going on? Uh, oh, there it is. Boom. I'm the FBI. Open up. So why do you got to be picked up from school early, Hudson? Why do you tell your dad, I need to be picked up at 11 o'clock? Do I throw snowballs at him all day? Uh, yeah, we had we had a little bit of snow down here today. Oh, dang. <laughs> yeah, it, it, enough to get a two-hour delay. Oh. Which is insane. <laughs> there wasn't any snow on the road. It was just a light dusting on the grass. Sure. And apparently that's enough to cause a delay. Hey, man, they've canceled school for worse in the Mid-Atlantic area, so... Or, or I'd yeah. probably jump onto the bus, and I'd probably get there, and I'd probably get there at, like, 3 o'clock p.m. Wow. And I'd be out of school. Yeah! Bro, the bus would just take me back. Your bus driver, Miss Frizzle. No, the bus driver was Miss Miss Light. Oh, okay. Even better. Cause she gets there at, cause she, cause, cause we get on the bus at, at, at ten o'clock, and she arrives at three o'clock. It's wild, dude. It's a lot of late. That's late. No wonder you call her Miss Late. It's not, it's not just a clever name, then I suppose, huh? <laughs> nope. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> All right. Good work. Try not to fall down any steps, dude. Yeah, if you do, don't don't fall fed first. Yeah. <clears throat> Always on your dad. He's an old man. I made sure to... Um, Nerf the house. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, we have a camera, a nanny cam on the staircase that he tried to use the banister to jump down from. Oh. And he completely missed his feet and fell face first. Oof. So uh, I made sure to keep that video. <laughs> for the wedding day <laughs> for the wedding day and for evidence <laughs> for the trial yes <laughs> yeah he fell down the stairs what else are they gonna think yeah right <laughs> I fell down a step that's not right keep stairs. saying that kid we're gonna make our case good yeah I remember I fell down I fell down the steps and we have a marble foyer and it just cracked the back of my head. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's great. It's a good time. <laughs> Kid loves it. Whoa. Yeah, it's not a fun time. It's like the end and of the Big mobile. Daddy when John Stewart finally takes the kid but and he only laughs when it's hurt. the middle of your stairs and you broke your head? <laughs> what? No, no. The, fo the foyer was marble. <clears throat> Got a classy oh, house there I'm in Maryland. I'm going to get all. All right. Say bye. Bye. Bye, Hudson. Bye.
Have a nice fan day. Uh, yeah. Thanks. See ya, fans. There you go. Cheese. All right. Off we go. I'll be back. All right, Cheese. Buddy. <laughs> Somebody get Mark the <laughs> stiffest drink you can possibly get right now. Oh, Sean, God. was it ever that bad for you? No, because I was the ba- I'm the baby of my family. So by the time I was like five and six, my parents had already given up because my brothers were seven and ten years older. So they, I meant with you, you and wars. your kid. Huh? I meant with you and kid? you, you and your kid. <clears throat> no, no, he's on a ginger. That's why. Oh, there it is. That's got to do it. Mm, um, so yeah. Sean Leahy joins us from the unaffiliated. Um, yeah, good times, great memories. I'm the, I'm the Face of Hockey Show roving correspondent. I rove from my office to my <laughs> living room to the bathroom. Oh. I rove all around. I like it. That's good. We I like that B-52 song. I roam around the world. Yeah, ah, good one. I would have chosen with Rock Lobster, but that's just me. Well, sometimes you roam to the Love Shack. So. That's, yeah, well, hey, there you go. I gotta, think that's all the three all these songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's really it. The the only three that I remember. <laughs> anyway, uh, Jen, let's get just get some injury reports. Fuck it. All right, right to the injuries. Right to the injuries. We talked about our week for a minute. Oh yeah. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruised. It's the Face-Off Hockey Show Injury Reports. I need a massage, legitimate or otherwise, because uh, my my neck and back are killing me. I can't talk about I my other back, part. You need to back you out of me. I do. Uh, Austin Matthews is going to be out for at least three weeks with an ankle sprain. Oh. That's not great. I hope it's not a high ankle sprain. If it's Yeah, if it's mid-ankle, he's fine. High ankle, oh boy. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh, no, I'm not- breaking it. Oh, that's also, true. I yeah. think that we should just cut uh, at any point when Hudson is just saying bro by himself, and then we could use that as like an intro. Get a soundboard. He does a good elongated bro, and I don't know why. That's Yeah, I don't get it for the culture. Um, <laughs> uh, Matt Murray also has an injury uh, to his ankle. He is week to week. Uh, Gustav Nyquist has a shoulder injury. He's out the regular season, but the Blue Jackets hope he could be back for the playoffs. Don't know for what team. But, uh, you know, who knows? Uh, Matty Beneers, upper body injury day-to-day, aren't we all? After taking a very blindside hit a couple weeks ago, or last week. And Shane Gostaspare, upper body injury, four to six weeks for a trade chip. Hey, Sean, you got trade uh, trade deadline fever? Yeah. I've been feeling something all day, and I think that's it. I thought I thought I need more cowbell. I just need more trades. Oh, there you go. Yes, mm. exactly. We'll talk about Bull Corvette in a second. But hey, Sean, I got a question for you. Do you know what? Uh, show me the Patreon. What's that? Do, 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 do you know we had a Patreon? Well, I keep hearing there's some guy named Sean who's part of the Patreon every week, but I, I am I'm assuming that's not me. I don't know. Yeah, he must be I a don't... great guy. He's very handsome. For he what he I doesn't hear. he doesn't even he doesn't even pick a tier. That's how good of a guy he is. Wow. He's just like I don't want to be part of your tiers. Here's just some money. I think I just wanted to give one flat fee when it first started, but he couldn't. <laughs> he had to like, do like a monthly thing. So I'm like, all right, I'll just pick one. Yeah, here exactly. we go. Here, here you go. Uh, but <laughs> Patreon.com/slash Faceoff Hockey Show. That's where all the magic happens. And by magic, I mean not really much at all. 
Uh, a dollar gets you a video show. Five dollars, you get to pick a segment. Sometimes we'll put stuff up there. And hey, you also get clips of us when we decide to do a show and hit record, actually. And then not hit record. It's a great time for everybody. Hey, you can be like Jerome, Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, and hey, look at that guy. Sean. 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 How about that? Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show. Uh, all the money goes back into the show uh, and to pay Hudson. Uh, because obviously, obviously all those ice bags yeah exactly yeah, freaking <laughs> when he gets arrested by the lifeguard falling yeah exactly <laughs> falling down the steps like he does all right the fine line between greatness and scumbaggery and that because that comes a part of the bobby hall passing uh, this week mm. um 80 something years old uh, i don't know uh for sure was that 84? 80 something. 84. 84. Yeah, he just had his 84th birthday. That's well, I saw 84. Good for him. Um, Hockey Hall of Fame member, 1983, revolutionizing the uh, curvature of the blade, him and Stan Makita. Uh, big money. Big money, Bob, they called him after signing that million-dollar deal with the Winnipeg Jets and the WHA. Uh, had the Bobby Hall rule for the banana blade, like I mentioned. Um, you know, hockey player among hockey players, just a hard nosed guy, Avgo Cup. I don't did he win yeah, he won a Stanley Cup in sixty one, Hart Trophy winner, Lady Bing, which is ironic. Uh <coughs> Lester Patrick, first all star team, Art Ross, all the, the accolades. Uh, like it, it, like I said, eighty three Hall of Famer. Then there's off the ice stuff. <laughs> then there's the divorces due to uh, alleged severe uh, abuse allegations uh, and then you know hanging somebody allegedly over a balcony in Hawaii and allegedly assaulting them and allegedly threatening them with a, uh, a shotgun um, also that alleged pro-Nazi stuff he talked about in Moscow um, I don't think that was a legend well it's <laughs> it's, only, it's only a legend because of it's Moscow um, you can say how you know whatever it is what it is um, Rick Mercer, who, well, you know, CBC guy, said that Hall was misquoted, saying he thought Sittler had a good few, a few good ideas. So throwing Daryl Sittler under the bus how, over the Third Reich. Um, <laughs> that was is that real? Yes. <laughs> on the show, no, on the sh- Sittler's ideas. <laughs> I never heard that. Yeah, yeah. So on the this hour has twenty two minutes. Rick Mercer said uh, Hall had been misquoted that, and he actually said Sittler had a few good ideas. About what? I, uh, you know, who's to say? Reading a whole new race. <laughs> I've never. That's that's the most ridiculous thing I've heard. <laughs> of all this, that's the most ridiculous thing we've ever heard. And uh, sound exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. S- uh. Holy yeah. cow! Holy it's, cow! It's solely cow. <laughs> <laughs> also, too. I mean, there's context to that quote. He didn't just blurt out that one line there is something came before it either a question or the rest of his you know the first i part hope of i hope so uh, i really hope so him a question what he thought about hitler like, I is that, like... listen i mean jameson can make you say a lot of things so you never know yeah somehow uh, somehow some way so this is according to the chicago tribune of august 28th uh, august 26 1998 uh, Bobby Hall told a Russian newspaper that Nazis were not without their merit and that black population in the U.S. had grown too fast and that genetic breeding was a worthy idea. 
Now, now I don't see Daryl Sittler coming up with those <laughs> ideas, so I think we can cross <laughs> out that theory. Holy uh, cow. Hockey Hall of Famer wow. told the English-language Moscow Times, Hitler, for example, had some good ideas, just went a bit too far. See, I could understand where maybe he thought Sittler had a good ideas and went too far with that 10-point game. Maybe. Maybe this that was, was a journalist that's saying he was misquoted. He didn't even research the story. My question is, uh, uh, how did this come about? They're probably talking about, hey, how how do you feel like about the WHA thing? Hey, that's great. Listen, black population way out of control here. Bobby, what are you talking about? Come have on, some more absolute. Yeah, come on, buddy. Jeez. Like, do they, have, do they have absolute in Russia? I, I don't know. I've never been there. I'm sure they got something. You haven't? Oh. oh, that's right. The other guy from. Do Yahoo they have flavored was. vodka? <laughs> Smirnoff. <laughs> that's probably what it is, right? Smirnoff. Uh, Hall was uh, uh Hall, Hall. He was during this event. It was during the Spartak hockey tournament. Uh, oh, he was a guest of the organizers. Um, no. don't know why. So I guess the question is, and and this has come up a lot recently with you know how the world is. How do you separate the the career from the person, from the on ice and the off ice, and how do you separate that? And can you separate that? You, you can't because <clears throat> it's the same person. Yeah. Right. Great hockey player, Hall of Famer, as we all know, but I mean, that's still who he is and what, or who he was. He was yeah. He's dead and now. That that's. This isn't like he. You know stole candy from a store you know, right sure the yeah. things that he did or allegedly did i should say and said are like beyond the pale like there's no like every obituary that's been written about him the last couple of days that should be like near the one. top not throwing like a final paragraph or two because uh it's i think it was barry pacheski of, of defector just wrote a, a great a great bit about it i mean it, it, you it's the same guy. You can't separate. It's not complicated. That's who he was. Mm-hmm. That's who he was, um, and that—that's how he should be remembered. Uh, I mean, Johnny, I don't know what else you can say. Like, great hockey player, <laughs> shitty human. Like, I mean, really. Like, what do you? I mean, at the end of the day, like, and I don't want to paint everybody with a brush, but I feel like. Um, I feel like there's probably more than one person, more than Bobby Hall, who played hockey in that era, who thinks exactly the same way. Oh, I well, look, look what's going on in baseball. Kurt Schilling, perfect example. Yeah. yeah. If, 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 if Kurt Schilling never did any of the off-the-field things and said and what he's become, right, if he was just normal, quiet, whatever, he'd be in the Hall of Fame. Right, he's a great pitcher. Even though I hated him because he was a Red Sox, um, but great pitcher probably be in the Hall of Fame. But this is now part of his legacy of, of who he's become. Yeah. So it, it's the same thing, and that's why he's not. You know, he's. He, I don't think he's been tied into steroids. But he. It's just that other off the field stuff that, unfortunately, is. No, no, I shouldn't say unfortunately. Uh, off the field stuff is what's keeping him from being in the Hall of Fame because that's who he's become and. He shouldn't be celebrated for that because you can't, like I said, you can't separate the two people. That's that's who he is now. It's it's not complicated. That's just who who these people are when when they go down that route. Could we be seeing something like this? Well, we have been seeing something like this with Alex Ovechkin. 
his support of Vladimir Putin ahead of all the stuff in Ukraine, and then before that with the whole gay and transgendered thing. Do when does that reach ahead for some people? Because there's some people in denial, and that it's not just a river in Egypt. So when do we have that conversation about the greatness of Alex Ovechkin, despite him obviously on the ice being great? Does he fall into that scumbag territory because of what he's done with uh, the Russian czar? Yeah, I mean, look, he's probably going to break Rusty's record. He's obviously a sure, no doubt, Hall of Famer. But unless he speaks out against everything and, and changes that, some people, a lot of people, are going to hold that against him for, for the rest of his career, for the rest of his life. Um and it's hard to say how that'll affect his Hall of Fame candidacy just because it's voted on by that secret cabal of yes. 18 people. It's not like, you know, it's not like it's, it's hockey writers doing it like some of the other sports do. Um, and we don't know how the voting goes. We don't know what they discuss because none of those people are allowed to speak. So we don't know where opinions lie, who's close, who's not, who's far away, at least in like baseball, you know, Writers will put up their ballot and they'll explain why they voted for certain players and why they didn't. So you, so at least you know why. Um, but I, I, unless they go, the Hockey Hall of Fame goes a different route and he's inducted, then that's just part of his his story, his legacy. Kind of like what people want with putting bonds in the Hall of Fame, but put that asterisk or <clears throat> put something on the plaque that says, you know, what happened with the steroids and all that throughout his career. So it's going to be. We still got a long ways before that go that happens, right? He's what 35, 36, and he's gonna play a couple more years. Then you gotta wait that three year period. Probably well, may, may not even need to wait the three year period. It may bring him in early, but um, I, 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 he probably already has a little bit of animosity to him just because he's he's just Russian in general and breaking the great Wayne Gretzky's record. That's you know you see how people bring up the empty net goals thing whenever he score breaks a, a milestone with goal scoring when they also they don't realize that Gretzky has the most empty net goals of anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, but I, hockey's I, Canada's game. I, I can't so. remember like a recent situation like that in hockey where there was a player with controversy around him, and you know in, in, in entering like the Hall of Fame voting phase of, of their life. Like we're seeing in baseball, or you know, or we haven't had like a steroid or doping guy in the NHL. Um, can you guys? Because I, I can't think of anyone who's had that in the last twenty years. Like a guy like an A Rod who's been held out from making the Hall of Fame, who should be in the Hall of Fame. Almo. Who? Alex McGillney? Or is he in? No, he's not in. I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. I, I, he has great stats, but I, I, you know, they're Barrasso. they're like. Yeah, he was never fond of the media. <laughs> yeah. Kind of a dick. Is is Tim Thomas in the Hall of Fame yet? No. Will he be? He's in there the US go. Hall of Fame. But I don't I don't know. Does he have like the longevity? He had the longevity. Know. He he played a Did lot he win overseas. Two cups? No, he won one. Won one. Ah, he, he, didn't no. start, he didn't reach the NHL until what, like twenty eight? Yeah, because you know, he was a little later. He played over in Joker it for Finland for a while, and then played in the minors with Andrew. I, I feel like like guys like Barrasso, Mogilny, um, Tim Thomas, even. I think a lot of their the selection committee's minds. I think they're just in the hall of very good. I don't think they're being kept out because of their personalities or 
you know, what they did in their life. I mean, McGillney just defected from, from Russia. He didn't, you know, he wasn't doing anything controversial. That we know of. That we know of, yeah. So <laughs> Yeah. He just doesn't have pictures with so, <laughs> with Gorbachev. Right, exactly. Yeah, actually, I don't even know who that is. Putin, <laughs> Gorbachev. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think Ovechkin's, like, come out and said anything other than the fact that, you know, he said that he likes Putin, and then Putin's like, all right, I'm going to start a war and be a general douchebag to the rest of the world. I think they gave Ovechkin the opportunity, and he said, just, I don't want war, and then that was right. it. He kind of didn't denounce his association with Putin, who, outside of the war, has done other shitty things, allegedly. Yeah. I don't know. So Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. By the way, do we have to say allegedly when it comes to someone who's passed away? I don't know how that works. I mean, unless it was proven. Okay. I guess his estate can come after me. Probably. It's fine. Back if I know. Take all my OYOs. Don't take all my OYOs, please, for the love of God. It took you a while to amass that <clears throat> collection. Of I actually, OYOs. it's funny. Like I think it was seven years ago today. Uh, I finished my first rink, so I had that going for me. That's great. Nice. That's a good. Uh, Six that's a good Facebook, um, Facebook memory. memory. A little time hop memory. Yeah. So. All right, Bobby Hall, dead, age eighty four. The NHLPA looking at the U a U.S. Labor Secretary for their next head position in the in the NHL ahead of uh, ahead wow. of the uh, labor talks. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You know him, you love him. Marty Walsh, leading candidate to succeed Donald Fair in this situation. Do they have to have like an interview process? Uh, don't know. Yeah, there's a there's a, a uh, <clears throat> like a I don't know if it's the executive committee. It's like a search committee of eight to ten players who this is what always happens when they look for a new director who do who will seek out candidates and obviously they're getting a lot of help from people within the, the pa to find and there i know there was talk the last couple weeks of the, you know the players kind of looking outside of hockey for somebody because i know mike gillis had been rumored to be a, a candidate but this guy would fit that out of the box out of hockey uh mold and Look, I, not on the inside of the PA. I just, I, I just remember very fondly Donald Fear from his time with baseball, and comparing this time with baseball and his time with hockey with the NHL. I don't know if he just phoned it in. Just phoned it in, or, or <laughs> look, it, maybe in his defense, like they are working at the behest of the players, and mm -hmm. you're dealing with much less aggressive uh, athletes when it comes to the labor um, sure. discussions and things like that. So maybe he's just working with what the players wanted. And much players much smaller numbers with... for monies, too. Yeah, exactly. And and look, we've seen the players kind of get screwed over um, oh, by their own doing, of course. Because sure. remember, everything is collectively, uh, collectively bargained and negotiated. So you could hate mm. the playoff format. Run that by the players because the other ones said, okay, no problem. Um, so, I mean, we'll see. Uh, Fear's kind of been on his way out the last couple of years, and uh, I'm just curious how kind of his legacy is going to be viewed through the eyes of kind of, eyes of hockey, hockey oh. people when, when he's gone. Better than Ted Saskin's reign, I'm sure. Um, well, I mean, <laughs> he just wanted to see your email, so that's all. That's true. I mean, 
the players have gotten screwed over in some situations, but they're making a good about good uh, amount of more money yes. since uh, since Donald Fair's been there. True. I mean, it just that just might be like pure happenstance. But by the way, happy thirtieth anniversary, Gary Bettman is commissioner. Wow, my commissioner, my oh. I salute you, my commissioner. Thirty years at the same job is a long time. Fucking, I hope he gets a plaque. Um, <laughs> Does he get like a should... silver stick, like the players on for their one thousandth game? I hope, Does he get I hope they. I, you know what? I hope they presented the All Star game right before the first game. They should put his. Uh, they should put his face on all rinks right inside the blue line, like his face, and it says <laughs> "Thank you, Gary." <laughs> Thank you, Gary. Uh, by the Every way, rink in the NHL. It's got to be there for a week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Big Bad Marty Walsh uh, is the U.S. Secretary of Labor, was the mayor from Bo- in Boston from uh, January 2014 to March 2021 when he stepped down to join Joe Biden's cabinet. Uh, 55 years old, former president of the Labor's International Union of North America while serving in the Massachusetts State Legislat- Legislature. So, I mean, I think it's smart to bring in somebody outside of hockey. Oh, Absolutely. Because God knows these kids don't have that much. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of college guys coming in the league. A lot of them still don't have that college education about labor. Well, you know what? You have to do um, veterans with double-digit years. If you listen to guys like Jonathan Taze discuss escrow and things like that, they have no clue how that works, and oh, yeah. you clearly have no interest in how that works. No wonder why they get screwed over <laughs> in negotiation. By John, the John, John Taze is like, I don't know. I got a guy for that. I you know whatever. They're like, do you guys want a more money now, but you have to pay more back, or b less money, and then we don't have to worry about this in the future? I don't know. Just give me more money now. Exactly. Right. Uh, <laughs> like, then Dan Ellis doesn't understand it and goes off on a rant on Twitter that's still forever <laughs> embossed in our memory. Uh, also, interviewing John Taves in and of itself seems like a boring task, but trying to have him discuss financials. Probably even worse. I did that once during the preseason, and he was pretty fine. I think you know a lot of the a lot of these guys once they get in season, mm-hmm. they just shut down. Sure. It's just the worst, and they give you nothing. Right? Hey, we gotta get pucks in. I, deep. I, you know what? I you know I, I I'll tell you this. Jonathan Taves, remember the the baseball schedule of the NHL? What last year? Maybe two years ago? Yeah. He told me. I asked him about that three four years ago during the media tour. I said, what kind of, what would you like to see this schedule done? And he's like, I'd like to see like a baseball schedule. You know, you play two or three games in a city and fly away. And lo and behold, it happened. Wow. Only once because they got rid of it because it was too good of an idea. Sean Leahy yes. bringing out the great ideas of the players and the league listening to the players. Yeah. Hashtag. Well, they, only for, they only did it for one year, so yeah, they obviously wasn't too, uh, they weren't too fond of it. Well, you know, they realized. Well, they, got a, they got another uh, survey monkey that said, did you like the schedule, <laughs> yes or no? And people were like, I have no idea what this is. Exactly. Yeah, so <laughs> Where did I get this from? magical fans that spoke to Gary Bettman about liking the board ads, the, they came out of that woodwork. I, I also I also, I also want to say that uh, we they also realized halfway through the season that COVID doesn't work in ice rinks, so they were just like, well, we don't need to be here. It's fine. Yeah, COVID yeah. didn't exist on on ice. Yeah, once you cold get past it, the cold door. air kills it. Exactly. Just like as we always the Zamboni fumes too. Ah, <laughs> uh, there we are. Um, hashtag hire Sean Leahy for your great uh, great ideas. Birthday uh, party, bar mitzvahs, whatever. Oh, that'd be great too, uh, bro. Not uh, watching, <laughs> not watching the Red Bulls on. Uh, on regular TV, that's yeah, true. I can't believe that. Veronica, Scotty, do you know about this? How the, the MLS TV deal? No, what happened? Is it what so, happened? Please tell me. 
So there's no more local TV coverage for your MLS team. So like DC United, there's no like just whatever there there's local sports channels. NBC Sports or Comcast. There really wasn't much for DC United in the first place. You can't watch on there. If you want to watch only your team, you have to buy the Apple TV MLS Pass. So if you have Apple TV, and then you got to buy like almost like your version, the the version of Center Rice, just to watch your team. That's dumb. And that way you get you get all the games, which is fine. But if you just want to watch your team. That's it. Like, That's, what kind a scam. Dumb. Dumb. That's kind of a scam. You're not wrong. Um, yeah, agreed. Also, uh, although I did see uh, just, I did see that there was something that said that 40% of the games will be uh, free if you have Apple TV. You don't have to pay for. Yeah, the there's pass. a couple games a week, and obviously there's those games that are going to be on what Fox Sports One. And yeah, yeah. It's just ridiculous. That's what it's crazy. I mean, the DVD. Sean Leahy went to Red Bulls games all the time. He would send me pictures. That's true. Yeah. It'd be like, hey, at another Red Bulls game. I'm like, Jesus, thanks for the invite. Good point. Um, <laughs> here, here's the fun thing uh, in all this, and like this kind of Long Island kind of trickles down to the NHL. Apparently, the Bailey Sports Group, uh, the Bailey Sports Regional Sports Networks, are heading towards bankruptcy. Uh, that they yeah. control a lot of interest in local sports, as the old Fox Sports one. Um, they are seeking to restructure $8.6 billion with a B in debts. Oof. Uh, it could potentially put at risk crucial broadcasting light- rights for the likes of uh, MLB, NHL, NBA, that sort of thing. I don't know. I feel like some of those sports leagues will have no problem finding a different distributor. Yeah, no, I think it's <laughs> In their local markets, I think they'll be okay. You'd hope so. Some uh, NHL teams, I don't know, maybe not. Yeah, who knows? Hey, local TV's dying, man. We all know this. You know this. Um, yep. Andrew Burnett, Mark's favorite answer to uh, questions in the haha fuck you portion, uh, mm-hmm. was uh, arrested or charged with DUI, driving okay. under the influence in South Florida. Uh, so, yeah, pulled over. Uh, and uh, he was also charged with two counts of disobeying a stop or yield sign. And then posted five hundred dollars bond, and was expected to be re- released later uh, today, Wednesday. So, so that makes two of the, out of the last three Panthers coaches have been have DOIs on their resumes. Yeah, with Joel, yeah. Joel Quenville. Listen, and this is the problem: is that you know you got to be a better drunk driver. I think that's really the honest opinion on this. I mean, the biggest issue is that that arena is so far from everything. You know what? That's true too. That arena is very far from a lot of things. So you go like, how are you going to get home? Cut from through the arena. Yeah, you got to cut through you all those walk. gated neighborhoods. Yeah, there's, there's no, terrible. There's no, uh, there's no subway system like DC. No. No. Oh, I thought I saw something. Mm-hmm. I can't get the Twitter, Scotty. So check Andy Slater. Okay. I I want to say that Brunette got pulled over. Not pulled over, but he got stopped outside of a bar because he was driving a golf cart home. Oh, that'd be fantastic. It was illegally parked. Yeah, so Andy cart. Slater says that uh, Burnett's golf cart was illegally parked outside of a bar. Uh, he came out saying he was leaving, but still was given a ticket. Burnett went back in to get his wife. The deputies waited 15 minutes and saw him drive away under the influence. <laughs> so he got pulled over in a golf cart. Pulled over in a golf cart, and his mugshot is him looking away from the camera almost glowingly like, is it you? Um, so there you go. Wow. Golf cart. That's. I I don't know if that. I don't know if that's. Is that is that something that's more or less, um, 
Does that make you more baller or less baller uh, to be in a golf cart consistently uh, and get a DUI? I, don't know. I mean, the irony is he probably didn't think he get he could get pulled over if he was driving a drunk. That's How true. drunk was he if, they, if the cops realized, hey, we can't let him drive home a golf cart? Yeah. <laughs> true. That is true. Jeez. Yeah, how tanked were you? The Some bar... of those golf carts go pretty fast, though. The bar did not look that big, though. Um... So? <laughs> you don't need a big bar to have a lot of drinks? No, I know, but I'm just saying. Like, it just doesn't look like, it doesn't look like you would be able to... Uh... Well, when he parked the golf cart right up on the sidewalk, that was probably the first issue. <laughs> well, I'm just saying there shouldn't be a lot of patrons there. Like, it's a, you know, just walk in and eh. almost looks like an old pizza hut. You don't know how deep that is, though. It could be. Look at the outside bar there. <sighs> That's why I say it does kind of look like a pizza hut. Yeah, used to be a pizza hut. So, <laughs> there you go. That's what, that's what the name is. Used yeah, to be a pizza Exactly. Hut. And there's the Andrew Burnett mugshot. Oh, that's like the cover of Step Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Just hanging out. <laughs> Great time. That looks like if he was in like a cover band, right? It's just it's it's uh it's Bruni plus plus uh plus one, God plus one, starring Andrew Burnett. So there you go. Uh, good for him, I guess. I mean, I don't, I don't even know how. How do you drive a golf cart around in this weather? Like, how warm is it in Florida? I don't know. Probably warm. I mean, it's much warmer he was, than here. He's in a fucking golf cart. I'm assuming pretty warm. I hope so. Uh, thing doesn't have heat. No, it's pretty open on all sides. 76 He's degrees. probably using a Bluetooth speaker to listen to music. Currently 76 degrees in Miami, Florida. Oh. Yeah, I could drive around. Yeah, fucking. I wish that was here. I would I love that. It was like minus three today. Um, Fahrenheit. Um, <laughs> if you would have said Celsius, it was at like 50 degrees of Fahrenheit. Nah, else. it's like 20-something Fahrenheit. Uh, John Tavares reached a thousand games. He actually uh, slept in some sheets that looked like that. Um, he had thousands all over him. He's like, that's how I knew I was going to be a thousand games. Uh, how much longer before Jordan Bennington just they just say fuck it, I'm done with you, you fucking psychopath? Because uh, his the the words that Craig uh, Craig Berube mentioned earlier this year obviously did not uh, did not do a thing as he became unhinged against the Avalanche this week after giving up. Uh, uh, Three goals and being down three nothing, and I just went wild. That dude's diaper is always full, isn't it? it? Though it's kind of weird. Here's, here's a problem. He's signed through 2027. He has That's a, a shame. Uh, no trade clause, and he's making. He has a six million dollar cap hit, and he's kind of back to ECHL Jordan Bennington. So yeah. I don't know. Do you want to buy him out or just <laughs> hope for the best? Hope Because uh, I don't think Thomas Grice is going to be saving the day anytime soon. No. What is hope for the best in that situation? That though? is like, true. He throws something at a player and he gets suspended for an entire year. Like, what is hope for the best? Yeah, so that way he's, you could take him off the books, right? Yeah. Because I feel like that's a better option than, like, he becomes a decent goalie again. Well, here's the thing, though. He'll never find anybody. He's one of those guys that will just... Waits for his teammates to hold him back. No, yeah, he's yeah. gonna throw like a he's gonna throw like a carton of uh, Gatorade bottles or something. Yeah. He's not gonna do anything. He's a, he's he's an all talk. He's a, a bit of a, a fraud. Yeah. This whole folksy Jordan Bennington. Ooh, I started all there in the final in 2019. I didn't buy it for a second. I don't buy it now. All right. <laughs> Sean Leahy, not a believer in Jordan Bennington. Look, he had a, 2019 was that was a great story. I wrote about it a billion times. But uh, and I, and I thought his extension after that season was perfect for both teams. But the one after that that he's currently on, yeah, tough times for the Blues, that's for sure. So uh, 
And, you know, a couple weeks, maybe they trade Tarasenko. Maybe they trade Ryan O'Reilly and uh, and go full throttle with Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo and, and those boys. So, And Jordan Bennington. Yep. Yeah. yeah, they probably miss Billy Hussar right about now, huh? Yeah, really. I know, right? Probably missing that right now, too. Hey, uh, let's get to some Jersey talk. Ooh. Hey! Hey! What eggs are you from there? 16 W. Um, hey, 16 W. Anyway, um, the auction for the old Bay jerseys for the Maryland Black Bears has ended. That's ended. It ended uh, with a, a resounding $6,910 raised. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're beautiful. Sean Leahy, have you seen those? You should have seen them. Show me. Should, oh, you don't. You, oh, you didn't know? Look at these beautiful old Bay jerseys. Nice. Jeez, that's right up your alley. Oh, baby. Look at that. Just Old Bay on the back of them. Are boom. we sure they didn't make those just for you? Uh, I wish. And then, boom, that's got the Maryland, the, the Crossland. the socks, too. The socks are great. God. It's perfect. Uh, I might just wear that to a bar one day. Yeah, go for it. Just wear them. Uh, so, totaled uh, $6,910. Nice. Nice. Um, so, all going for the Maryland Food Bank. Johnny got himself a jersey. I did get myself a jersey. One, uh, like you said, uh, Kareem El Bashir's jersey. We were wondering also if the uh, if the old Bay jerseys would outsell a Connor Bedard jersey. Oh, Johnny, it's close. Oh no! Okay. So Connor Bedard's top prospect game jersey is up on the Dash auction as well. Um, it is currently sitting. Hold on, I gotta make sure I have to. It is currently sitting at sixty five hundred dollars. Oh. Starting bid two fifty. It started at two fifty. Thirty two bids in. There's still sixteen hours. There's Yeesh. sixteen hours left. That's gonna get to ten grand. Oh yeah. He wore that for one period. Yeah, pretty much. He, one period, and then there we go. My God. Speaking of Connor Bernard, I, I had the NHL Network on before, and they, on the bottom of the ticker, they had a little thing that said Connor Bernard, you know, playing in, in Calgary at the Saddle Dome tonight. I'm like, oh, cool. You know, maybe it'll be on NHL Network. No, they're showing the Hershey Bears against the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. The game's not even on Angel Network, Ooh. but they're promoting it anyway. Well, you know, why not? I want to see Connor Bedard. I want to see Connor Bedard. Did you watch, not watch any of the junior World Juniors? I did, but that was like a month ago. Oh, okay. I need more Connor Bedard. Yeah, I want to see him against you know some random fifteen-year-old kid from you know, Moose Jaw. <laughs> I mean, they could have put they could have put him on TV and then just hyped up that jersey sale. A little bit more, yeah, right. too. Maybe it, that's what it is. It's, they're playing the long game. So playing that it. long con. Yeah. Um, the uh, sellout for the Saddle Dome, 19,000. Yeah. 19, um, yeah. Much more exciting than the Flames right now, right? Or the Hitmen. Or every other team they have in that rink. Um, <laughs> I don't know. The indoor lacrosse team's normally pretty good. Yeah, but they also tarp off the top part, and no one cares about lacrosse, unfortunately. Mm. Um, are the are the hitmen like like the Islanders were like the Islanders will bring back like one of their guys from the eighties like Bobby Nystrom or Dennis Popman like every other month to like drum up some interest and in, kinda yeah I guess so they but do they do that with Bret Hart does he come like every other game and like oh yeah I don't know talk about no, Shawn Michaels <laughs> he just goes in there and bitches about Shawn Michaels and Goldberg yeah. okay uh, so the average for Calgary this year twenty five hundred eighty four so to sell out. Uh, oh, so they sold out 19000 for this game with Bedard? Yeah. Wow. And we talked about this during the second show. 
Um, the Bedard bump is real, Johnny. Like, I don't... It's... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know at that point then. Like, I don't know what the price is. Yeah. It's probably similar with, with Connor uh, McDavid when Erie would go on the road somewhere, right? They're, yeah. They'd probably play in bigger venues just because they knew they'd be selling more tickets because of all the hype around them. So, and then also Calgary, their their uh, Calgary's uh, attendance gives a little bit of a hit because of the fact that they play also in the uh, Sutina Nation 7's Chief Sportsplex, which is a much lower capacity than the Saddle Dome because uh, I guess they triple booked whatever they're doing. The highest uh, attendance so far, 16,514 for their teddy bear toss game on Sunday, December 4th. So we will have to see... Uh, the Connor Bedard game next week is that is being played tonight. That game starts up here in two hours or another hour. Eight o'clock. Hopefully they game. score so that the fans don't just throw the teddy bears on the rink before the game. Well, ends. no, the teddy bear toss was yeah they did score against Moose Jaw. Uh, That's good. Five to three, they won that game too. Yeah, unlike the Hershey Bears, who teddy bear toss game got ruined because they forgot how to score. Um, oh, and they just had to throw him at the end of the game. They threw him with, like, five, okay. with five well, seconds no, left. They threw him on with five seconds left of the game. <laughs> uh, so, you know. In protest. Yeah, in protest. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Connor Bedard has a 34-game point streak going. Uh, it has 43 goals and 86 points during that point streak. That's pretty good. Pretty good. But is how many? What's his points per game? Uh, let's see here. I think it was like two and a half. Wow. I, I'm, I'm probably lying. It's probably much more than that. Like I feel like it should be more than that. Pretty more. I don't know how math works, dude. I didn't. Find, I don't know. If, you know. That's true. From, from, you he's, know. Gonna, he's gonna look good with the Blackhawks next year. He's gonna look fantastic. So he's got 85 points in 34 games. Wow. Who's got a calculator? <laughs> Um. <laughs> <laughs> he said 85 divided by 34. Yes, sir. It's two and a half. Hey, I was close. <laughs> two and a half right points on. per game. 40, 40, he's got 42 goals in 34 games. So better than a goal a game. That's a lot. A lot of goals. It's a lot of goals, Lyle. Hey, bada boom, bada bing. It's a lot of goals. Lyle, we, we have to apologize. Uh, so last week we forgot to hit the record button. <laughs> So, Johnny and I had to do an impromptu Thursday show, so kind of recapping the good parts. Recordings of the show. Yeah, <laughs> recapping the good parts and adding some other flair. And and Johnny Johnny and I were kind of discussing this part from last week, and this kind of runs into the Connor Bedard thing. Um, how much do you think it would take for teams to buy out the uh, a, a CHL team to get a junior player in the AHL? Much akin to what Shane Wright uh, should have been doing, playing in the AHL, because but because of the CHL NHL deal, because he has junior eligibility left, he's able to play. He has to play in right. the CHL. Is there a chance? Like, how much money? Is it a case by case basis where they have to basically like how Japanese uh, stars come into MLB? You have to pay them X amount just to interview with them. Do you think that process could be a thing uh, further down the line when the CHL and NHL kind of meet up again? <laughs> you okay? I'm kind of you, you kind of lost. Kind of going everywhere, Lyle. So what I was saying, what I was saying last week was like right. Shane Wright, for example. If okay. there's, if the Kraken wanted to put him in the AHL, they obviously can't because of laws. That's right. Um, <laughs> and, uh, well, they could do it for conditioning, as, sure. as Sean knows. By the way, hey Sean, 
<laughs> Hi, Lyle. <laughs> but, but yeah. Uh, but as you know, um, yeah, he if he was, uh, they sent him down for a conditioning stint for I believe it was uh, ten days. Right, right, uh, right. But that's that's kind of the only kind of loophole that you can send him down to the AHL. Otherwise, yes, because of the nature of where yes, he is because of Canadian law. Yes, <laughs> because it is ape law. No. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but what I was saying was just, like it's just it's just part of the, the CBA with the first year of the contract yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and junior eligibility. Blah, 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 blah. But like if there was a way mm-hmm. that they could they could bargain this or something like is there a dollar amount that an NHL team can pay? One hundred fifty thousand, two hundred thousand, two hundred fifty thousand to the team and the league. And they allow, and then now Shane Wright is just part of the Kraken, and they can send him down to the AHL instead of having to send him back to junior. No, like, is that a thought at all? Oh, a, a thought. I'm sure somebody, I'm sure a player agent somewhere has had that. Well, thought. Johnny just thought about it. I mean, Isn't it more of like a, a courtesy by the NHL? Could they just say, "Screw it, we're keeping your guys. We're going to be able to have our teams." In the AHL, no, it's all it's all part of the collective bargaining. It's law. We just but, talked but, about this. But is this the NHL negotiating with the CHL yes. or the NHL and the players? NHL and the, the CHL, CHL has an agreement. Yeah, that's so, what Scotty said. Yeah, yeah but, but but then why? But if you're the PA, you would want to fight to have your guy go to the AHL because he still mm-hmm. get he can get paid. It's true, right? And and okay. also burn that first year so you're quicker to your next contract. Yeah, but if you're an NHL general manager, you don't want him to burn that contract. You want to have That's the entry fair. level slide so you can mm. slide it ahead another year. But, right? then, yeah, who's, but then you just but don't who's leading that negotiation it. from the NHL NHLPA side? If it's a three way dance, is what I'm trying to say. Again, it's all it's all part of of, of the coll- overall collective bargaining. It, it, agreement. Looking looking at Let's this, go back to our our executive director point discussion yeah. from before. Mm. Another way the players are screwing over themselves. Well, here by by the by the looks of it, it's just league versus league. The PA is not even involved in this at all. Yeah, they would be. Yeah, because right, don't they negotiate like the international deals with like the European teams and obviously mm. KHLs, whatever? Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's 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 a it's a rather complex uh, thing that I I to admittedly have not delved very deeply okay. into it. It's just sort of just accepted that okay, this is the way this is, and it hasn't changed in twenty years, uh, and it probably won't change anytime soon. So it's not really. I have to admittedly, it's something I haven't given much thought to. It's just this is the way it is. You know, conditioning um, stint the entire season. That's all. <laughs> he's really out of shape. Yeah, he's very badly out of shape. He was on the Phil Kessel diet, <laughs> and there we are. Hot dogs and poker. Hot dogs and hot dogs and no, 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 not poker. Hot dogs and sitting in front of a big TV <laughs> screen <laughs> with one chair, with one chair, and and a folding camp chair at that, <laughs> all by yourself in this big old house. Yes. This is interesting. I'm looking at this thing from uh, from uh, Frank Saravalli when he still worked at TSN. Mm. Um, just looking at the the agreements uh, mm-hmm. and the payments, some of the payments that the NHL and uh, CHL have to do. The NHL agreed to pay the CHL a total of $12.6 million in grants mm-hmm. in the 2019-20 season. Uh, teams also required to pay $60,000 for skaters, $75,000 for goaltenders who are eligible to return to junior but remain in the NHL. So that seems low. That does seem very low, <laughs> especially for some teams that actually have a you know solid fan base all the time. 
Yeah. But well, it's also good for those CHL teams as well because you know that these are their guys. You know, I mean, if you could, you know, if they they can, you know, keep them for an extra year after they've been drafted, you know, come see, you know, uh, top draft pick, you know, Shane Wright play in your town tonight. You know, that's all. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's why I was trying to figure out. If well, they, all Lyle, why are we lying about it? He wasn't a top draft pick. He was top five. But not a top. That's a top draft that's pick. That's a top five. Top five. Top five. Top. He Come was fourth. on, Sean Leahy's our Sean Leahy's draft. top five in this show. Do you see him every week? No. <laughs> so and you never will. Uh, it's okay. He's got bigger fish to fry. Exactly. It, it's a tuna. Um, <laughs> have you seen those fish in Long Island? That yeah. old man's ain't gonna pay for itself. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy, howdy. Yeah. <sighs> So good times, great memories. Hey, Bo Horvat got traded, Lyle. You remember you see that? You hear about that? <laughs> uh, I, I vaguely, vaguely something about uh, was it, uh, Vancouver, some guy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anthony Bavillier um, and Arturati and a, fir- a conditional first rounder mm-hmm. to the Canucks for Mr. Uh, Mr. Bo Horvat as we have breaking news. Breaking news. Oh. Oh, Jesus. Like, what? Hold on. Okay. Mark Stone? Oh, I already yep. had it on. There it is. Breaking news music already on. Uh, Mark Stone done for the year now. And definitely. No surprises there. Back surgery. Second mm. in less than a year. Ooh, that's not good. That's no bueno. That is not good. That's no bueno. No. And they paid a lot of money for that muffler. Yeah, a lot of money for that back surgeries. Mm. Ouch. So there we go. All right. Anyway, Bo Horvat on the move, taking number 14 because Lou Lamarillo says no to high numbers, and Casey Sezika still has it, the number that Bo Horvat wore anyway. Yeah. So what do we make of this deal, Lyle? Uh, well, first of all, uh, that return seemed a little light. Yep. Uh, Beauvillier is a middle six guy. But no, um, it, it, I mean, you can look at it like we got three first-round draft picks. Yeah, exactly. Well, he did. <laughs> he, he, he did. Yeah. Technically, he did. You know? See why they don't let Patrick Alvian speak all that time? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no wonder. No wonder Jim goes out yeah. there. Uh, but, yeah, but but Beauvillier, 25, he's, you know, maybe he'll regain that scoring touch that he showed earlier in his career with the Islanders with the change of scenery. But more often than not, when you when you see these reclamation projects, and that's kind of, I think, the way uh, Jim Rutherford, the power behind the throne in Vancouver, kind of sees Beauvillier. Because he, he said this is the type of player, hey, they were kind of looking at was, you know, sort of young guys, reclamation project, maybe not working out so well with their team, you know. So Beauvillier kind of fits that mold. Um, they mean, got he's cost- going to be 26 in June. Yeah, so they got cost certainty young. with them. They got cost certainty with him till till you know. Well, young, he's younger than Jim Rutherford. Uh, <laughs> <So> <laughs> but, they could, Jesus. but they could cost certainty uh, with him until uh, until next summer. Four point one million change. So that helps. Uh, Ratty is uh, kind of more of a better better prize there. He's he's an interesting case because going into I believe it was that was wasn't the twenty wasn't it last year's draft? It was the draft before. Yes. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. Uh, where he was at one point thought that he might go uh, in the top 10, and he tumbled all the way down to the second round. Yeah. Um, he had that Esposito drop. Yeah. And um, so that, that one's going to be interesting. I mean, you know, he did get in some games with the Islanders this season. Um, 
you know, there's there's potential there. Uh, it says a lot that he was ranked by uh, the Athletic as as their as the Islanders' top prospect at the time, which doesn't really say a hell of a whole lot for the say. Islanders' uh, depth chart and prospects. But you know, listen, this kid showed a lot of flash and potential early on. You know, uh, so perhaps he'll recapture that and go on and have a decent career. It's the first round pick. I think that's that's the real prize here, even though it is lottery protected. You know, top twelve. You know, this year for this year, year, next year, Uh, next year, fun. But I don't think that the Islanders are going to be slipping down into that that 12 spot. I I think that's going to end up on the the bottom half of the draft. It's still a first rounder. Hey, they got two first round picks. Hooray. But, yeah, it's kind of like from what we kind of expected for a guy that's uh, that could be hitting 50 goals this season. At least he's going to reach 40 for sure. And if he and Barzal team up and get the chemistry that uh, yeah. Lou Lamarillo is hoping for, he'll hit 50. Mm-hmm. With a guy like Barzal addition to him, he'll hit 50 if they, you know, connect as well as they hope. Uh, for the Islanders, yeah, hey, you know, I, I saw some of the reaction on Twitter after this from some Islanders fans, and they're kind of unsure and blah, blah, blah. It's like, hey, you guys cannot bitch at Lou Lamarillo now. You've been screaming at him for the first half of the season. Lou must do something. We're scoring. He sucks. We don't have any scoring. He's got to do something. Behold, I bring you a potential 50-goal scorer. Ooh. And there's okay. no way he's done either. He, oh, no. He, he cannot be done. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. He's got almost a, a cap friendly says he's got about 11 mil in, in projected trade deadline cap space. He is not sitting on that. He's pushing for the playoffs this year. And he he still believes in his team, believes in his guys, even though, sorry, I got to agree with Biz Nasty. The Islanders play boring hockey. It's boring. Oh, yeah, no. Wait, oh, a most... Lamarillo run team plays yeah, boring hockey? Yeah, I know, hockey? right? Yeah, really I know. You know what? I'm it's odd. Guess. It's odd, Sean, but I think, you know, might be onto something. <laughs> but, um, it's probably yeah, the lack of facial hair. I, I'm with yeah. you, Sean. I'm, I'm with you guys. I, I don't see Lamarillo sitting on that cap space. He's going he's gonna to go after at least one more decent player that's going to be available out there. It'll either be another scoring winger or maybe uh, another puck-moving defenseman. Somebody oh, generates yeah. some more offense from the back end because they've been relying on Noah Dobson a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the, the book on, on the Islanders is if you want to you want to sh- kind of slow down their offense, I mean, focus on Dobson, slow him down. So if you can get somebody else on the back end who can move that puck, you know, kind of uh, alleviates that issue a bit. But I think they go more of looking for trying to load up for another another scoring winger if they can find one. Yeah, I mean, they just got yeah, Pelic just came back. Yeah, he'll help offensively. And Pulak is just a weird case. Like this first couple of years, like he was scored. Double he's good goals. for 30 points. Yeah. He was a rifle on the power play. And in the last couple of years, like the, the goals have just been dipping for some reason. Yeah. I love it. You got you to love what Lou's doing over there, right? He's doing great. Well, he's, he's, he's doing something. Overrated. No, no. Come on, Sean. Don't he's do that, man. Come on. Not a lot of people had. The, the Islanders were not the front runners for. Corvette in the old ye old rumor mill, all these right. so-called insiders. There were a couple. There were a couple who who said that uh, they'd heard that perhaps the Islanders might be interested in, in Horvat. But of course, Lou operates under the best cone of silence in the NHL, so nobody could definitively say for sure. But yeah, the, the Hurricanes were very interested in Horvat, but 
the asking price from the from the uh, the Canucks. They wanted uh, Marty Nesh. Now I keep messing up his name. Neshkash. Yes. Yes. Nesh- sounds, sounds right. Yeah. 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 We'll go with that. Anyway, they wanted him, and my apologies for messing up his name. That's but they wanted him, listen. and there's no way they're the the Hurricanes are going to part with him. Yeah. So, and there there's some other issues there too as well. Like they they're the, the Hurricanes are not big trade deadline buyers i mean they it's not like they don't make moves but they they don't usually tend to go after like the the big name guys you mm-hmm. know and horvat was was top of the table here on in in the rumor mill so you know it, it it's kind of i guess not surprising that they didn't go after him after although i think he would have horvat would have been a perfect fit for that second line center spot because they've tried kotkaniemi and stasi in there and it's just not working you know they, they need to address that but anyway but yeah, the Hurricanes were in. the The Bruins looked into it, though. I I knew there was no way they were going to be able to land him. There was just no way. They they don't have the depth and tradable assets to get a guy like Horvat. Um, couple other, you know, a couple other teams uh, expressed some interest. But yeah, you know, the Islanders. It was rare to hear anybody even even mention that he'd go there. So, Lou Lamb still operating stealthily to get what he wants. Uh, it real like G's more of his dog doing it though. Yeah, real G's like stage, yeah. everyone yeah. knows Lyle. Real G's moving silence like lasagna. So there you go. Gotta do that. And also, I mean, if you look at Jim and Rutherford's layers. history, especially when he was with the Penguins, he always got to jump on trades. He yeah. made a lot of big moves in January and February. So to me, it's not a surprise that he obviously the Islanders need help now. Yeah. But to me, it's not a surprise that Rutherford made this deal now to jumpstart the market. Um Set the asking up. price. And, and and look, the Islanders can still trade Bo Horvat in six weeks when they fall out of playoffs. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, I was, if I was, it doesn't work out. They, they could get yeah. back that first round pick. I was going to ask, ask you guys that too. Do you believe that conspiracy theory too? That possibly, hey, Bo Horvat could be going around again? You, you can't listen. I, I wouldn't rule. It's, it's, I don't recall a, a, a notable player getting acquired before the trade deadline and then getting, you know, moving on a few weeks later, like right up the deadline. To, but you can't rule anything out. It, it could turn out that, that Horvat just isn't a good fit there, in which case, oh shit, let's see if we can get something else for this ass. Let's see if we can, you know, if we can get that for, get get something a first else for this ass. Uh, let's yeah. go. Uh, but I, I don't think that's I don't think that's what Lamorello is up to here. He he his team needs scoring, and you've got yourself a potential fifty goal scorer here. So, yeah. Hey, uh, do you guys know that Halifax had a lacrosse team? I didn't. It's kind of weird. Anyway. Yeah, I did. Did you? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't been keeping up with the NLL as much as I should, Lyle. You sh- mm. shame on you. Shame on me. Well, there's no You've team. You've changed in- since you left Canada. There's no team in Baltimore. The Roughnecks took red right out of their jersey. It looks really <laughs> fucking weird. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, but you know what can you do? Any case, uh, so this does this set? So we're setting the trade market here, right? Like this is like this is the price going forward: three first rounders for a, a team captain. <laughs> That's what we're going here. Seems to be the. Well, you know, I I think that it 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 is setting the market to a degree. I I think if you're the San Jose Sharks and you're looking for a market on Timo Meyer, you're probably a little bit pissed right now at Jim Rutherford for for the return that he got for Horvat. Though I will say though there there is a couple of differences here, and they were pointed they have been pointed out by uh, by San Jose uh, you know San Jose now writer Shang Peng, who pointed out that Meyer is two years younger than Horvat. Plus, unlike the Canucks, the Sharks are willing to let potential suitors talk to Meyer and his agent about a contract extension, and I think that makes a big difference, mm-hmm. right? 
that you know whereas the canucks they were like nope nope you can't talk to him you got to pay our price but i think that was a mistake by the canucks they could have gotten themselves a better deal somewhere if they had agreed to let, let you know interested parties talk to horvat's camp but they didn't so you know it, it, depending on you know whether they're able to work out a deal with meyer and i think that's more likely as well because meyer's still going to be a restricted free agent right whereas horvat was is going to be a ufa so, I mean, if you don't get the deal you want at the trade deadline, you can you can wait till the offseason. The, the only problem is, though, is the Sharks are still going to be under a time constraint here if they wait to the offseason because they have to issue Meyer his qualifying offer by 5 p.m. on June 30th. And it will cost one year, $10 million to qualify his rights. Mm -hmm. And they don't want to pay that much. Draft day trade. Draft day trade. That's what I'm talking about. So maybe it'll be can, on the second day. So Ooh. you can wait. Oh, oh, hell no! Meyer, Meyer, Myers will be off the board before the frigate, before Bettman walks across the stage yeah, to welcome everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But honest, honest to God, if you don't get the deal you're looking for on March 3rd, you can wait and talk to you know. And like I said, it'll be a better market if you wait to the draft. You'll you'll have more teams with more cap space to work with. That'd be willing to talk to you, be very interested in talking to you. But that being said, I I think there's there's a lot of interest in in him right now. And if the Sharks can get the deal they want, if Mike Greer can, you know, manage to pry a, a really good offer for the record, well, not supposed for the record, but the rumor has it he wants first round pick, either one grade A prospect or two grade B prospects, or he wants the first rounder a high-end prospect, and a good young NHL player. So that's kind of the return they're looking for. It's three pieces, just, you know, like, well, the Canucks got the, the I'm sorry, the Canucks got that's three Canucks, pieces. Yeah. Canucks. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, not quite the, the, the return everybody thought. So I think Meyer, you can get a better one, especially if you can get him re-signed. You know who could use Meyer mm. in a team that the salary cap does not exist? For them, Detroit the Red Wings, the Golden Knights. Oh, ah, the Golden hey. Knights. Hey. Mark Stone, Mark hey. Stone's off the books. Mark Stone's off the books. Oh, oh they're players now. They're they're going to be in there big time, big time, because this 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 is uh, remember Foley wants you know he wants a Stanley Cup every year. The owner of the Knights, right? He wants a Stanley Cup every year. So hey, Mark Stone's off the books. That's over nine mil. Go get them. Go find somebody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Meyer. Why not? But the only problem I see there, Sean, is again, what do the Golden Knights have to offer? Holy Jesus. They've gutted their farm team, right? Of prospects. They I, do they have first round pick? I don't know. I'd have to check. Uh, they they do. They have their they have two thirds this year, no second and a first this year. So they do have a first. Okay. They have their first so, for the next couple of years, so they're good there. Yeah, well, okay. So you can throw a first in there. It'll it, it's gonna be bottom half of the pile, but it doesn't matter. It's a first. Money in, money out. That's what's gonna yeah, have to yeah, be. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So but what have you got for prospects? I mean, as I said, they've they've gutted their prospect pool over the last few years. I mean, good lord, what do, what do they have that they could uh, offer up? Paprison's kid. <laughs> Yeah, there's that. <laughs> Maybe he's one of the agents here. Maybe he can finagle something. Hey, there right? we go. Maybe. I don't, uh, yeah. There's a Primo kid, Mason Primo. It's some one of their nephews or sons or something like that. Mm. I thought you meant Primo, like, number one in Italian. Hey. Yeah, we, got, we got Primo's kid there. Hey. hey. Oh, 
Oh, Michael Hutchinson. Wow. Oh, good lord. There you go. Why Why are we even waiting? (laughs) That's a name from the past. Make this team happen, baby. Get on that, boy. Woo! (laughs) I envision Lyle having, like, one of those real big, like, post-it notes that you can put on the wall, and he's just got, like, players' names on it and, like, crosses them off when they get traded. (laughs) You know, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Scratchy beard moment there. Mm. We'll do that. Uh, yeah. So who's next out of Vancouver? Who's the next, <laughs> who's the next Canuck on the Rude? The next Canuck on the Rude. Um, yeah, well, we know we know they're shopping Brock Besser. But well, he only wants to go to Minnesota. Uh, well, <laughs> listen, the Wild, the Wild looked into it, but... As we talked about last week, they they can't afford to take on salary unless it's dollar in dollar out for next season. As I, I wrote about it again today, I mean they got seventy one point four mil invested in fourteen players. Fourteen point seven mil of that is dead cap space. So you know that's that's your suitor Parise buy it. It's it's next season they come home to roost and the season after that. So. Any moves that Bill Guerin has to make has got to be dollar in, dollar out. So if you're going after, uh, unless you can convince the Canucks to retain salary, and they're not willing to do that. They want is they want it completely off the books. That's why I say Brock Besser isn't going to get traded until, you know, until the offseason, unless the Canucks have a change of heart or somebody, like maybe a team, I don't know, maybe a team like Buffalo or Anaheim or somebody like that that's got tons of cap space makes that move. But if they are, you know, re- I mean, really, the uh, the Ducks don't really have a need to do that. And neither, when you think about it, neither do the Sabres, who are doing pretty well, actually, right now. Well, not tonight. Don't, don't sleep on the Sabres, that's what I'm telling you. Hey, even when they're not playing, don't sleep on the Sabres. Well, not, not yeah, tonight. Especially if you're on that one yes, half of the city. <laughs> You'll wake up tomorrow when you're going to find them in a playoff spot and go, how the fuck did that happen? I say, hey, I told you not to sleep on the Sabres. That'd be no, weird because the season would be over. The season be over. <laughs> They're they're down three to one right now. I don't know. It's like eh, I can sleep on the Sabers. That's fine. Like, no, wait, hey, wait. how long did I sleep? I know. Exactly. I'm I just telling s- you. I'm just telling you. There's gonna... there's some real excitement with that you know, that team this year. Sabers are a lot of fun to watch this year. They're they one of are. my favorite teams to watch. My God, they're fun. You you this this they're they're at that moment that you know where it's like they're right on the cusp now. You know it's kind of, after all, especially after all these years. But you can just see it. Rosmus Dahlin said it best. You know, like he's excited. He wrote an open letter to Sabres fans saying, say, man, when the building is packed, we just feel that energy. And it's palpable. You can feel the energy coming through the TV when you're watching a Sabres home game. I, think, yeah, I think your grounding's wrong, honestly. I think you might have a problem with your TV. Yeah. But well, if I you knew one. Have, yeah, you do check the, the electri- electrical wiring in your house. Yeah, Lyle. I, I better check that. Yeah, right. yeah. And you know what? They need to have a very big summer because, according to Cap Friendly, they have about thirty-one million dollars in cap space for ne- in this coming summer. Yeah. And the only big ticket they're going to have to resign is Dylan Cousins. Everything yeah. else is Kyle Postal UFA, mm-hmm. Gergensen's UFA, Tyson Jost RFA, Rasmus Asplund RFA, Kale Clegg RFA. I mean, there's no that's, Cousins is is gonna cost you a little bit, obviously. Yeah, he's your future captain. Um, but they got some money to wheel and deal, and and oh, some yeah, to summer. and they're they're gonna need to because if you know that obviously that market's been starving for playoff oh, yeah. hockey for a good hockey team for a long time, and like you said, they're having a, they're what like a point behind out of a playoff spot, and they got a couple games in hand on the Islanders. Yeah. 
you got to build off of the season. You cannot mm-hmm. just flatline. You need and, to keep going upward. Hey, they got cap space right now. Maybe Kevin Adams swings a deal or two before the deadline. If if they're there, if they're right there, I can see him doing it to say, I believe in you guys. Let's go for it. Here's what we're doing. And yeah. yeah. Maybe get a guy with some term mm-hmm. so you can oh, build yeah. on with him for the future. Yeah. That'd be yeah. the way to go rather than just you're paying oh, yeah, no, up for it, a rental and just fly, flying out in the first They're round. not in the position for a rental. I mean, they're not a, a they're not a legit like Stanley Cup contender or even a perennial playoff contender. No, th- this is a team that's chill. They're they're trying to get in there, but yeah, I agree with you. That's a deal you go after somebody who's still got term left on their contract. Like a Timo Meyer, Brock Besser, <laughs> Brock Besser. Mm. Mm, that would be interesting. Well, I mentioned I mentioned them, but again, I they are loaded with with good young forwards. I still think they need some help on the back end. And and between the pipes too, mm-hmm. I know that uh, you know our, our favorite goalie with lots of consonants, Uka Pekka Lukanen, lots of consonants yeah. and a lot of vowels too, a lot of using there. U P L U P L. There we go. Uh, but you know, I I I I think they they still need some stability in there, you oh. know, in between the pipes. And and you have heard them linked to uh, you know Jacob Chukrin or the Coyotes. No. no. You know, who it's, hasn't been linked to Jacob? Yeah, Chuck. but that's been confirmed. That was confirmed by <laughs> Buffalo confirmed. sources. They, they have put in a call and looked into it. Were those confirmed on like the one day a month that he was not hurt? <laughs> that was actually confirmed back in October oh. before he came back. Before, before he, got, he was okay, hurt. Yeah. yeah. And before he was able to get hurt again. Yeah. Can I say though? Yeah, Chikrin though too. Boy, he's been ripping it up. Yep. Yeah. He knows. He sees. Oh yeah, he knows he's going to get traded, and he he wants to. He's showcasing himself. He's just, he's just you know, chicken just injured now. Uh, just injured, taking some time off. Load management is what they usually call it. Yeah, but look, they have the Kellogg cap room. You know, host they could bring in. It's true. Well, probably in the summertime. Summertime. Mm. Hometown boy, Patrick mm. Kane. Uh-huh. Mm. Get him back. Mm. Bring him back. Mm. Bring him home, baby. Just yeah, like the Coyotes are going to sign bruise. him in the summer. Listen, the just like the Coyotes are going to bring back Austin Matthews here in a couple years. They're going to bring back you know Austin Patrick Matthews Kane going to Buffalo. Arizona. Oh, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah Austin Matthews. Bring him so, home. We are, well, I don't, you know, if if you follow the show at all, Sean, you'll you'll know that we. Thanks for listening, Sean. Appreciate you. We've been predicting this forever. Sean Austin... listens to the parts with Hudson. That's it. Uh, <laughs> and that's the best portion. Yes. Sean listens till he hears his name and he's like, all right, here we go. I'm done. <laughs> no, I play along with the game and I'm never right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one you're probably, yeah, you're what's probably. The, what's the guy Pierre Farstad? He's always in there Pierre every week. Pierre right? sir. <laughs> Which, by the way, I have NHL 2001. I just need my streaming thing to come along and away we go. Um,. <laughs> Lau, were you here for when we talked about the old Bay jerseys? Do you were you here for that? Did you see that? I I, I, I saw you 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 the the photographic evidence that was put up. Oh, okay. Yeah, and you were here for yes. the Connor Bedard. Lyle pricing. likes our pictures. I don't know yes. when. Love the pictures. Yeah, I don't I don't know when Lyle jumps in. I have it like on the screen here, so I didn't know if he he realized the game we were having with the. <laughs> you can show it again. All right, I'm just saying the the Connor Bedard jersey is up to sixty five hundred dollars still. Holding steady. <laughs> Still holding steady at $6,500. The Maryland Black Bears Old Bay jerseys all sold for $6,910. So uh, the uh, these jerseys right here, these lovely jerseys with the Maryland flag socks. Um, really sharp. Uh, still up $410 on Connor Bedard's uh, jersey. <laughs> As a team versus... And I'm sure, again, Connor Bedard now has it's 15 hours left 
15 and a half hours left, so get going if you have all the money. And if you do have all that money, why aren't you paying the Patreon? Patreon.com is Facebook like show. If um, if Sean Leahy can do it, so can you. That's right. Exactly. Um, bu- 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 so when's the next domino falling, Lyle? We have Bull Horvat now. Every, everyone else is coming around. Um, are we going to get a lot of stuff before deadline? Deadline's what, March 3rd? March 3rd. 3rd? Yeah. It's on a Friday? Uh, 30 I, days. I, yeah. Oh, no shit, it's on I, a Friday. I, okay, weird. I Yeah, yeah. And listen, I, I think this year's deadline, because of so many teams with limited cap space, like, we might not see a lot of the bigger names go until maybe right right down to the last day, which which would be, I think, fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd be great. That's how yeah. Lyle maximizes revenue. Yes, oh, hell exactly. yeah. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, you don't want the Cam Talbot sweepstakes to be uh, the no, main story oh, that <laughs> Like we've yeah. had those, we've had those days the last couple of years where oh, you know, yeah. Claude is gone. And Yarby, like, yeah. Yeah, that's the one I fear is everybody's gone. <laughs> but hey, they'll be sitting. The TSN staff be sitting there for twelve hours on deadline day, praising up the Yesi Puyuyarvi. Projecting twenty twenty six Olympic rosters already. <sighs> oh, there yeah. we go, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Yeah. Where so I'm really hoping there's a lot of big names on the board because they you know by deadline day. But it could be because a lot of teams. A lot of teams would make moves now if they could, but they have to. They're trying to accrue as much cap space as they can in order to be able to afford the players they really want to go after. So, um, you know, I I think you'll see some some of the you know the guys with more affordable uh, contracts. Maybe somebody like Gavrikov, for example, two point eight mil cap hit. That's very affordable. I think when we get to the middle of the month, somebody like you'll start to see somebody like him go. Uh, I think some of the bigger name guys, I mean, somebody like Meyer could go right up, you know, right up to uh, deadline day because, I mean, his cap hit is six mil. So maybe it goes any, a week before, but I could see that, you know, not happen until maybe a day or two or deadline day itself. Hmm. Oh, I like it. I like that we're not going to have just guys sitting around projecting Germany's uh, Olympic team. I'm <laughs> oh, happy we about still that. will. Oh, Believe yeah, no, me. absolutely. It's a long day. They start that like oh. at 7 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. TSN starts that like the Monday before, and then we start getting the silly sketches. Yeah, and then by the mid, by the noon hour, we start getting these silly sketches on TSN, and then we find out, uh, you know, what Darren Drager's having to eat. And... Gino Reda dresses Braveheart, you know. Oh my yeah. God, chasing llamas in the parking lot. Yeah, wow, it's just, I, you know, I miss Canada. You're While right. Marty Biron shoots, uh, you know, t-shirt cannons <laughs> into the. Into the into oh, I thought you were gonna say heroin. <laughs> okay. <poor> <laughs> I can't remember her name right now. Yeah, shoots her in the midsection with the, <laughs> the t-shirt can. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, it seems like a still, still, all I, still, all I know is that the NHL Network puts it on, and it gives me something to watch while I'm working all day. There you go. Yeah. Still, you know, a, a bit, you know, TSN's uh, presentations are still like a world, a world, a world better. Than the 2006 Sportsnet uh, trade deadline, which still lives in infamy. The pizza party deadline. Most, that was the most, still remains the most bizarre trade deadline show. Ah, it's great. Nick, Nick, yeah, Nick Kiprios up there with Boston Pizza. He's having a great time. Yeah. Oh my God! Oh, yeah, Hanson brothers sitting in. You had Why do we uh, not have an oral history about that yet? Getting everything wrong. Was that yeah. the Ryan Smith trade deadline? Uh, uh, no, that was 07. Yeah. I mean, if it's Friday, I'll just take off work. I could sit around the house and drink all day, and there we can go. talk on the out of here. Hold on, hold on. That's true. Hold on. You know what? <laughs> Maybe we do that. <laughs> Maybe we fucking do that. 
Make, maybe don't we, hit record. Just drink. May, exactly. <laughs> just be on Skype and just drink and bullshit. And yeah, we, we need to make a show out of it. You know, hold on. We can. You know why, Sean Leahy? We have to Obviously. prove that we're as good as those schmucks up there north. No offense, Lyle. You were used to be one of them, though. Yeah, huh? Used to be one of them. Who, me? He's yeah, still one north. of us. I still st- half one. I had to take a test to be one of you. So, I mean. Yeah. He's still one of us. Canada, maple syrup. It was multiple choice, and those answers happened like five times. So, I mean, it doesn't really. <laughs> I'm telling you, I think we need to do this to prove it to everybody to pay us monies. Very, very nice, very evil monies. Get that blimp. Anyway, Get that blimp money. Yeah, blimp money, baby. Um, all right, what else do I have here? Uh, Calgary, New Jersey. Who? What's their target now? They're both looking for top six forwards. Uh, who you got? Well, I mentioned Meyer earlier. Meyer. That's who the Devils are are being linked to a lot. Mm. Uh, you know, details. Tom Fitzgerald saying he'd ideally want say a top six winger. And while he can't say who he's looking for, uh, Pierre Lebrun was kind enough to tell everybody what we pretty much kind of guessed, and it's Meyer. Because Meyer's now the biggest <laughs> name out there. Um, Calgary, uh, there was some, some, some people have been trying to link, like uh, Vladimir Tarasenko of the Blues to the Flames, and that got shot down. Um, uh, Elliot Friedman was saying that back over the summer, um, the Blues were trying to get uh, Matthew Kachuk. And this mm. was before, obviously, he got traded to Florida. And in order to do it, they had to move Tarasenko. And they couldn't move him to Calgary because he got a full no-trade clause, and he didn't want to go to Calgary. Mm-hmm. So the Devils had talked to them briefly about Tarasenko. But at the time, Ms. Fitzgerald was like, well, no, this, this isn't really the right time in our development. This could be the time this year. I think if they can't get Meyer, they could go after Tarasenko now. Mm-hmm. But as far as Calgary goes, uh, yeah, they're they're going to have to uh, <laughs> to look around and see uh, what they can find in the rental market. And um, you know, I, I don't know if if they're going to be able to find really honestly what they're what they're looking for there. Uh, if you look at potential wingers that are, that are that are available, I mean, there's Tarasenko, but again, full no trade clause. Patrick Kane, full no movement clause. He's not coming to Calgary, so maybe they may have to uh, kind of uh, you know sort of go uh, off the beaten path here. Maybe they go for somebody with term. Maybe they shop around, check around with with teams that uh, perhaps there's somebody there. Uh, they're overloaded with talent. Maybe they're looking for a defenseman, but. Uh, you know, as I said, the, Brock Besser would be a good idea there. Right. But again, you know, lateral move it, for him. Can you swing that? Hey, wouldn't be the first time we saw a Canuck end up in, in I was uh, say, Calgary. Yeah, Bo Horvat going to Calgary was just like, oh no, that would have been perfect fit. Yeah, but so close. So we'll close, take. We will so accept close. Brock Besser as a uh, as a consolation as prize. As a stipend, yes. Ah, oh, boy, howdy. What else in the rumor mill is going on, Lyle? How you how you loving how you loving this? How you loving the Oh room? hey, I'm favorite, just loving the... favorite time of the year. We got a month away. Oh yeah, oh yeah. My big no, thing is I'm wondering game. if 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 oh. Kane and Taze are actually going to leave Chicago. What you know you, now you the whole because we were told okay uh, in, in December they're going to meet with uh, you know they're going to meet with uh, management and they'll make the decision then and then it became now nah, they're going to they're going to make the decision in January and now it's well it's going to be sometime in February. And I think I talked about this before. I really get the, the feeling that these guys are in no hurry to leave. I don't think they want to go, to be quite honest. You know, now, do they stay? Do they resign? You know, take less money to stay? Maybe. 
I'm more inclined to think that maybe one of them might, but I wouldn't be surprised if both just say, look, we're going to do the Matt Sundin here. We're going to, yeah. we don't want to, we don't want to be rental players. We're going to finish out the season here and then we're going to go to market. You know, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it came to that. We really don't want to be held accountable to play hockey the rest of this year, so yeah. we're going to stay in Chicago. <laughs> well, listen, I think, uh, it, well, in the case of uh, Patrick Kane, there's an injury issue there. Mm. Oh, yeah. His, his, his production is, is down, and it's noticeable. Um, so, yeah, he's already admitted earlier, you know, last month that he was dealing with a, a, a nagging issue, lower body, I'm thinking knee. Um Whereas uh, with with uh, Jonathan Tays, I just th- I just think it's a case of the style of, of his game is starting to catch up to him. I mean, back in December, it looked, people were saying, "Hey, look, his production's up. He, he's on pace to reach 30 goals for the first time in Quiftiqua years," and he's since I think only had two goals in his last 15 games. So so much for that. And, you know, yeah. maybe he gets up to 20 before the end of the season. Um, now part of that too is because let's be honest, the, he's not exactly dealing with skating alongside, uh, you know, teammates from the glory days here, you know, right. it's, it's a rebuilding team. There's not a lot of talent there. Um, one guy with Chicago to keep an eye on though, Max Domi, Max mm. Domi's name is coming up a lot and he's starting to become quite, quite popular, uh, around the league. Um, because he's, he's playing very well on a bad team. Um, you know, he's a very versatile player. He can play center. He can play wing. You can, you can play him on your first line. He can do checking line minutes for you. Um, but, uh, I think he wants, you know, there could be a situation there where they, uh, they, they trade Domi, uh, as a rental and then they circle back and sign him, uh, in the off season. Cause he really, really enjoys playing in Chicago and mm. they, they love what he's brought to the team. So, they could shop him and bring him back in the summertime. So I'd keep an eye on him around trade deadline time. Uh, by the way, Johnny, uh, Bedard game's on NHL Network at 9 o'clock tonight. There you go. Wait, saddle up. What? Why are you telling me? I don't care. I'm going to be asleep. No, I thought you, I thought <laughs> it's you not. Oh, Yeah, it is. NHL Network just tweeted it out. They got I'm CHL my, action. Sean Leahy's the one that wanted to watch the game. No. I oh, couldn't care less guy. about Connor Bedard. My guy says the AHL game is going until 9.30, and then they're showing, like, on oh, the fly. Oh, they're going to cut that. Yeah, but they never – the, the guy's always wrong. Yeah. Ah, oh, well, I take back every bad thing I said about the NHL network. No, you yeah, shouldn't. It's fucking terrible. Yeah. It's still yeah, terrible. Bad-mouthing them for nothing. still fucking terrible. Are you getting a <laughs> job with the NHL network? Not, not, not anymore. Uh-oh. <laughs> how would, oh, – what you is your option? Record that part, Scotty, right? Here's <laughs> – just do the George Santos <laughs> resume method, and you too I'll, I'll, shall have yourself a quality. Well, I'm just, job you know what? I'm just glad that Sean Sean got a job at SB Nation for the NHL editor. I'm glad that he <laughs> was able to get that. What's that? Uh, sweet, oh, no. sweet SB Nation money. Oh yeah. no! If you like slave wages, like Al Bundy. <laughs> Oof. Oof. for University of Michigan in the bowl game, just like Al Bundy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There you go. Uh, all right, Lyle. What do you? Uh, what do you? What else you got? What else you got for us? I'm trying to see. Um, see what else okay, something. Some, something I'm gonna talk about. Something, did, something. I don't know. Did you guys uh, talk about Bobby Hall earlier in the show? Yeah, we talked about how you can't separate the scumbag from the player. Yeah. So. Um, if I may leap into uh, just a few minutes of my perspective, um, be, being the show's uh, senior citizen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which I am. 
Let him rip, Grandpa. Be, <laughs> next month, happy 62 be next month. Um, Lord, that whiskey is really doing wonders for you. Oh, I wouldn't it's a that. fine, fine <laughs> preservative, my son. Wow. God bless you. <laughs> I personally vouch for it. Um, but, yeah. See, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's a little difficult for me with this one. And, by the way, let me preface this. I am in no way about to defend Bobby Hall. Okay. All right. Noted Bobby um, Hall defender Sean uh, Sean Lee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll Sean we'll Lee have the counterpoint. Yeah. <laughs> George Santos did that. You know, because yeah, the, the guy obviously a great player, um, horrible human being, away from the ice. Um, the thing is, is though for for me is it, it's it's kind of difficult as a fan from that era, because. Uh, I became a hockey fan, of course, in 1970. And at that time, Bobby Hall was one of the top stars in the NHL. And in fact, through the 1960s, he was the NHL's most marketable star. Um, I would compare his style of game uh, to Alex Ovechkin's. They're both left wingers, shoot first guys with blazing speed, uh, physical, you know, um, Ovi's obviously, uh, you know, a, a, a better person than Bobby well, Hill. Away well. from the ice in his personal life with women. There's, you know, okay, we haven't that, heard yes. of any, uh, yeah, yeah, no we, physical. We also, or, we also talked about that, the political stances of some players. Of uh, some players, yes. yeah. <laughs> but uh, Bobby Hall, back in the 60s, was the NHL's most marketable player. He was their biggest star until Bobby Orr, you know, blossomed into superstardom at the end of the decade. But even when I started watching in, in the in the early '70s, when he was still with the Blackhawks, he was still one of uh, the brightest stars. And the thing with with Bobby Hall, then the stories that you always heard about Bobby Hall from that time was was how good he was with the fans, you know, how he he always had time to sign autographs, especially for kids. He was always good for that. He you know the the Blackhawks players you know tell stories about how sometimes they'd have to delay the team bus up to an hour. Because Bobby Hall would not get on the bus till he signed everybody's autograph and had a moment with them. And it didn't matter what it was. There's a story that's that a kid, you know, approached him and, you know, said, you know, you're my favorite player, but I, I you know, I don't have anything to, for you to sign. So he takes out a one dollar bill and signs it and gives it to the kid. You know, mm-hmm. um, I met Bobby Hall at an NHL old timers game in 1995 in Calgary. And oh, that's right. I forgot Lyle's time with the Toronto Toros. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. But no, but uh, and he was everything that, you know, you you would have expected him to be was the stories, you know, about how he was very generous. He'd sign autographs. He'd talk with you, blah, 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 you know, and he was he was very nice, very nice guy. But the thing is, what I'm trying to say is, is I, I was a fan of his. But sometimes you know, reality kind of chips away at that uh, at that pedestal that you put uh, your heroes up on. And sometimes, as they say, it's not a good idea to meet your heroes. In this instance, sometimes, you know, reality can can really step in and, and taint that legacy of whatever they had, you know, that made them famous, that made you adore them or become a fan of them or whatever. And you know, even when I wrote, when I wrote about his passing uh, earlier this week, I mean, that still wasn't, you know, the easiest part of that for me to write was, was his accomplishments on the ice. The hard part was, yeah, because it's so hard to reconcile 
for a fan like myself from that era, seeing that the golden jet, as we called him, as we as we knew and loved him with holy Jesus, this asshole who, you know, beat up two of his wives, was assault, was arrested for assaulting a police officer trying to break up one of his domestic dis- disputes, and who had some, shall we say, some rather disgusting views about uh, about Jewish people and uh, black people and so on, you know. Um, so, yeah, it was kind of difficult uh, writing that, just because, again, not defending the man at all. But it's just... That 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 nine year old fan in me, you know, it's still it's still kind of hard to, to to kind of reconcile that. It's it's the same, you know. And and this guy was much worse, obviously. But Bill Cosby, I can bring that up because Bill Cosby, when I was a kid, Bill Cosby was the first stand up comedian I ever heard and mm. loved him. He was hilarious. I thought he was great. Every one of everybody thought he was great back in the day. Everybody thought he was great if you watched the Cosby Show. And then you find out. Jesus Christ, he's a fucking monster. And yeah, it it messes you up, you know? It's like this was somebody that I admired and respected and turned out to be the most one of the most loathsome people in the world. I mean, good god. So, yeah, it's uh you know, just it it just goes to show not even the hockey world can uh, boy, boy, reality's really intruding into the old hockey world lately, uh, eh, you know? Yeah, you know. <laughs> Between the uh, uh, the whole LGBTQ, uh, we're not going to wear pride jerseys uh, kerfuffle to, you know, this whole thing of Bobby Hall's legacy and on and on. It's like, yeah. But I, mean, I, I The Rangers really let uh, Proveroff off the hook, didn't they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, Jesus, Jesus. Christ. Uh, I'll give I'll give Brian Burke credit though. Um, you know, I read the the piece on him there about uh, about all this in the in the Athletic, and um, you know, like Burke, you know, was you know quite blunt in his disappointment, expressing his disappointment because, of course, he's been a longtime supporter of LGBTQ plus rights. Uh, he started he and his family the You Can Play program after his son Brendan died in a car accident. Of course, his son Brendan came out as gay back in in two thousand nine with with his father's full support and his dad. Remember, Brian, Brian Burke was you know GM of the Toronto Maple Leafs back then, so there was no bigger stage or spotlight for his son to do that. And um, Burke said that, yeah, he's, he's disappointed. Um, he's worried about the, the kind of the fragmentation of, 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 the, of all of this, you know, how it kind of chips away. One here says he doesn't want to do it. A team there says, well, they're not going to do it. But we still respect their rights. But ultimately, he, he still feels that the NHL is heading in the right direction when it comes to, to, to this issue. And as we talked about uh, about a week, two weeks ago, and as I wrote about it, too, I mean, yeah, this this you know, this is part of I consider kind of bumps in the road on that way towards that, you know, inclusivity that, you know, the game is looking for and that the game should have. Um, you're going to have, you know, people or organizations, there's going to be some pushback. But ultimately, at the end of the day, look how far we've come with it. You know, whereas where 20 years ago, you wouldn't have seen anything like like, a, a you know, a you can play or or a pride night or anything like that in the NHL. It, you wouldn't have seen any recognition at all to now it's being openly celebrated and 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 so on. And, yeah, there's still ways to go, but let's not lose sight of how far we've come. Yes. And sorry that I cut you off in the middle of the your ending thought. <laughs> no, sorry, Johnny. I'm, I get on a roll and I, I just sorry. Guys, listen. Girls, you're both cute. Listen. 
we're gonna make it happen. Um, how about we make some game shows happen? How about we do that? Cool. How about we do that? How about we get to the pick'em? Yes. How about we get to uh, a mark em. with a C victory? Mark, how you feeling about this big victory of yours? I wasn't trying, so okay, perfect. <laughs> Obviously, did it. It's great. always when it happens. Eighteen goals, uh, making it happen there. I was in second. Johnny was in last. Yes. But overall, Lyle's in last uh, by a single goal. Yeah, making it happen. For the year, 148 me, 128 Mark, 110 Johnny, Lyle, 109, Sean Leahy, welcome to the Pick'em segment. We are I doing... didn't do a Pick'em when I was last on like eight months ago. <laughs> we did a... Uh, let's you did. Count. It was last year. Yeah, it was oh. last year. Oh, it was like October. So... It was like around in the season. You had to do your Pick'em for this year. Sorry. <sighs> Fine. Yeah, your you're actually annual, you're, your you're, annual pick'em. You're literally not on the books for this year. <laughs> so, um, this week the ECHL, the Every Coast Hockey League, rip roaring, ready to go. Um, yeah, and we will start with Sean Leahy, who is a big ECHL guy. Yep, huge. Oh, I should probably look up the standings to see some of these team names. Uh, yeah, no, we'll, we'll, go to Wikipedia. we usually look up the Wikipedia because it doesn't give us any information and giving us less information now that it took away the uh, oh, capacity. Because I, hmm? I have their shirt, the Greenville Swamp Rabbits. Oh, there you go, Greenville. There you go. Good logo. Yes. It is. It is. Very good logo. I can't spell green. Um, now it goes to Johnny P. Yes. Uh, I mean, I don't know why I'm so happy yeah, about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, nope. Mm-mm. Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Wouldn't be prudent in this situation. Ah, uh, man. Um, I'm just looking. All of the none of the coaches have changed since we did this. Yep, late, no, week last like time. A couple weeks ago. Yeah. This is crap. <laughs> you can't afford to fire them. I was gonna say it's not a revolving door. <laughs> unfortunately. Um, I'm going to go with the uh, Orlando Solar Bears because of their new uh, jerseys, the tie-dye. Oh, yeah, the tie-dye and, ones. Uh, and their coach is Matt Karkner. Oh, nice. Hey, Matt Karkner. Uh, There's an NHL Former NHL, NHL, NHL Anaheim Mighty Ducks. Mm-hmm. Matt Karkner. Uh, Funny story. Yeah. During the 2013 playoffs, mm-hmm. I was ta- we we partnered with with when I was on the Yahoo, we partnered with the Hockey News to do like a special issue where we gave out these miscellaneous awards. Uh-huh. And one of my my things that I wrote was best fighter in the NHL, and that mm-hmm. time it was Colt Nor. And uh-huh. if you guys remember Colt Nor and oh, Matt yeah. Parker had some really really great bouts. So this is during the Penguins Islanders playoff series. So during the off day. I grabbed Matt as he was walking out of the arena after uh, after practice. I had to chase him down because I, I couldn't find him. And I was like, hey, Matt, I, I explained, I, I want to talk to you about uh, Colt Noor. And he laughed. I was like, you want to talk to me about <laughs> Colt Noor during a playoff series? And I shrunk into a puddle. Mm. Is it a puddle of mud? Pretty, a puddle of ginger. Um, <laughs> and he kind of pause for like five seconds i don't know if he's building up some drama and then eventually he talked to me but that was the one time in my career where i felt like incredibly low and kind of afraid that matt karkner might have i don't know added me to his hit list oh, he mean, was a nice guy that's good that's it good. all had all yeah. all well that ends well. hey better yeah, better i just had pictures of my of my head of, of him pounding colt nor and them pounding each other uh, Be- better so you went in with a preconceived notion that he was going to beat you up Yes. Well, it was just us, me and him, in the concourse. 
because it wasn't in the locker room yeah. and there was nobody around us. And the Rocky that. theme was playing in the background. <laughs> Be- better, yeah. or, better or worse than Brian Boyle? Um, uh, speaking of Brian Boyle, he's playing in that alumni game tonight in, in Florida. Doing oh, all sorts nice. Of You're not down there? <laughs> You're not down there having a fun time? Come on. Believe me, if I could have gone, I yeah, would've. exactly. Hey, Lyle, you're up now. We had, we gave you a lot of time to look at the ECHL teams and find yeah, out. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, th- thanks for buying me time, uh, yeah, guys. Buddy. I appreciate that. No problem. Uh, uh, by the way, Scotty, who did I pick last time? Last time, Lyle, when you we were in the Eckel, uh, you picked the Rapid City. Oh, what a rushes! And prior to that, the Adirondack, um, uh, East, WCW Thunder. Okay. Uh, this time, I'm going with the Allen Real Americans. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I didn't pick them. Yep. Perfect. Thank you. Thank uh, you. I'm going to uh, I'm going to pick a team that has an arena that moves the runner over, the Balk Center, <laughs> and the Tulsa Oilers. <laughs> I was puzzled where you were going with that for a second. <laughs> and now it's Mark's turn. So I don't, I, I I don't remember ever hearing this team. Uh, existing before. I'm sure they've been around for at least a year or two, but uh, I'm going to go with the team that plays in the extreme <laughs> arena in the Iowa Heartlanders. Oh, Very extreme out in Iowa. Yeah, they have great a logo. big buck deer. It's great. Yeah, they've been around for literally a year, so you are correct. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. In... They ate the chops. They ate the chops. <laughs> and away they went. By the way, I'm not Going down to Omaha, I don't see a lot of uh, a lot of Ox- uh, Axar Ben Knights stuff, and I'm kind of uh, kind of mad. Kind of Weren't mad. they only around for like two years? Yeah, but they did a strip tease and it went viral. So, so did the pork bellies of the Iowa Chops. Remember the dance team, the all male yeah. dance team? Yeah. Still no stuff of them out there. Mm. Anyway, hey, how about a little haha fuck you? And this time we're recording, so it'll make fun. And again, like we said on the the other last week's show, if we can find highlights for it, those will be posted on the Patreon for our Patreon viewers. Um, so yeah, because this was an idea that Lyle came up with last week. Yeah, exactly. Last week that you did not hear during the lost episode. The lost, the lost episode, episode of the Face Off Hockey Show. Yes. And the beautiful banter about the uh, December twenty sixth draft. Yep. Oh, which we didn't talk yes. about this week either. Oops. Yes, well, you guys had oops, that plan to, to to hold the draft like either right after Christmas on Boxing Day. Yeah, yeah, Boxing Day. And, and the players in the World Juniors had to decide right then and there to play in the World Juniors or sign with the NHL. <laughs> yes. So, exactly. oh, Sean, it, I'm telling you, it was it was brilliant. Connor midway through the second period it, against yes. the Blackhawks. <laughs> it stands no chance of ever happening, but you got to love it for the sheer chaos it would ring down oh, on the it. second half of the NHL season. But no, you could only you could also only get drafted if you were 18 before December 26. Yes, yes. exactly. Yes. You like that show, The Leftovers, where guys just disappear. Here in the middle of yeah. Right. <laughs> their teams. They're like, Connor Bedard didn't come back out for the second period, and he's sitting in the stands with a Blackhawks jersey and a hat on. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like a sting reveal where he's in the rafters with his new team jersey. <laughs> with the bat. Yeah, with the bat. <laughs> points at the logo. <laughs> uh, points at it like the WrestleMania sign. It's a great time had by all. Yeah. Hey, let's go to let's go to 2013. Why not? Sure. Ten years ago, almost ten These years. years? See, now oh, we're gonna have recent. to pick more recent games. This will all be fresh in our minds. Almost ten years to the day, February sixth, twenty thirteen. Hey, let's go to the Rexall place. Let's all hop on the train and go to the Rexall place. 
Edmonton. Hey, let's go go take a look at the Dallas Stars and the Edmonton Oilers from 2013. Ooh, this uh, could be interesting. Uh, it's this is of course the shortened season. Mm. Of course, of course. This is before the deadline. It's about the tenth game for each team. Before the draft. Before the draft. So let's get started, and we'll introduce Sean Leahy into the haha fuck you Oilers stars. Don't you dare miss it. The Nuge. The Nuge. Ryan oh, Nugent Hopkins on. Wait. Uh-oh. Sorry. Oh. Was he hurt? Because he was on the team. Uh, he must have been hurt. He must have been hurt. That's like half a point. That didn't on. get back nah, from your own no. time. He's got to play the game. That's He's the got. Point. You, you to play play to play the game. You've got to play the game. So it's all about the game and how you play it. I'll so, no control and if he can take exactly. it. Now we'll go to Johnny after Sean disappointed us. <laughs> Start off on a banner. It's the <laughs> Oilers and who's the other team? The Stars. Oilers and Stars. 2013. 13. <laughs> um, hey, that was a week before Drinking McGee was born. Oh, damn. You should know this then. He's the 13th. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, no. Who's the other one? Uh, Jamie Ben. Jamie Ben on the board. Nice. Sorry, for some reason, I thought of his brother first. And I was like, not that guy. Yeah, no, not. John, uh, Johnny doesn't like to go down either. Listen, Mark, you're up. <laughs> Uh, Justin, <laughs> just got that. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate the delay. What was that, Mark? Justin Schultz. On the board, Justin Schultz. Ooh, that's a good one. To Lyle. Nail Yakupov. Nail Yakupov on the board. Sean Lee. Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall on the board. He hurt too. We would, no. <laughs> yeah, there are those players. You got to be careful. <laughs> we would also, we would also, uh, yeah, Taylor Hall. Yeah. 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 Fine. Johnny. Um, Ben Bishop. Sorry, no Ben Bishop. Ooh, uh, on the Kings that then? An interesting player. Uh, it could have so, been on the Kings, I think. Well, the ben oh, Bishop. The, I'm thinking. St. Louis? Yeah. Uh, I think there's, there's a, he was a deadline trade. Then he became like the, the Kings' third goalie, which was a weird deal to begin with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, then he, uh, he was with the uh, Ottawa. Uh, no, he was, yeah, he was with the Ottawa Senators. I thought so. Uh, From the Blues, right? Correct. Yeah. Uh, and then later that year, he was traded to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh, after 20, he was a goalie in 2015, right? That's there. right. Yeah. Yeah. He got hurt, and Vasilevsky came in. Exactly. Yeah. Just yeah. ran them all. Uh, Mark? Kari Lettinen? Kari Lettinen's on the board. He's better believe there it. You there go. you go. There's the goalie. There's a star's goalie. That's one. Lyle? Uh, Sam Gagne? Sam Gagne on the board. Hey! Sean Leahy? Andrew Cogliano? Andrew Cogliano, sorry. Oh, no yeah. cags. Come on. No ah, cags in this one. Jeez. Losing my touch. You are. It's all right. Uh, Johnny. Um, hmm. So Cogliano Might was have... on the Ducks at this point, too. Oh, yeah. He was with them for a while, wasn't he? Yeah, eight years. Eight mm-hmm. years. Um, 
Miko Koskinen? Miko Koskinen. No, sorry. Sorry, no Miko. Mm. To Mark. Alish Hemsky. Alish Hemsky's on the Ooh. board. Nice. That's also, another one, one that's a risky pick, though. Yeah, the one game he wasn't hurt. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's because Nugent Hopkins was hurt. Yeah, exactly. He, was, he exactly. Drew, drew into the lineup. Uh, to Lyle. Uh, Jordan Eberly. Jordan Eberly, sorry. What? Oh. Well, pardon me. On the board. Hey! I was looking at the middle of the line, but he's actually the second player listed for the Oilers in alphabetical order. I'm like, <laughs> I was looking too far down. Um, that was like VAR giving Lau a goal. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> uh, Sean Leahy now. Oh, man. Uh, yep, they're all men. This is. I think this was his rookie year. I really hope it was. No, I don't think it was. Uh, I'll just, no. Damn it. Uh, who was on the Stars back then? That's God, what we're trying I, to find out with this game. 2013. Um, I brought up his name earlier tonight. Yeah, like I pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to hear his That's voice. True. He's going to hear his voice from the show and be like, well, I'm done for the night. <laughs> I don't have to listen to this. I, heard, I was on it. Man, Leahy's gonna re-listen to "Ah Fuck You" and still get things wrong. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be better off if you had a game from like 1996. I think. <laughs> yeah, we say it's that always yeah. that way. Yeah, yeah. we say that every um, year, and then we get the 1996 games. Like, fuck, I can't remember shit from this. Why couldn't you pick something sooner? It's really no winning. <laughs> yeah, I don't know like, come on, say guys, it. 2008 Capitals. How can you not know this guy? Exactly. I don't think he was in the league yet, but John Klingberg. John Klingberg, you're right. He wasn't in the league yet. Ooh, cool. Probably about a year before. Yeah, yeah. I think so. A year Close. or two before. That was a nice try, though. Yep, nice mm, try. Thanks. Back. Thanks yeah. for your pity. <laughs> Man, I don't know why you recited your vows, but anyway. Um... <laughs> thanks for the participation trophy. <laughs> Sean, you'll always be my silver medal. I do. Um, <laughs> you don't never win silver. You know that. You lose gold. <laughs> it's true. That's because you couldn't get gold close enough to him to get a sunburn. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. That's just mean. It's not so much <laughs> funny as it is hurtful and true. Johnny, your call. <laughs> oh, it's my turn. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Um, <laughs> Andrew Burnett. Uh, sorry, his golf cart was. Parked illegally. Uh, we had to have a toad. Wrong person that you mentioned earlier. Yeah, wrong person I mentioned earlier. Uh, Mark, I got a couple thoughts, but I'm gonna I'm gonna either tip off Lyle or Sean with this pick if it's wrong. Okay. Matt Niskanen. Oh yeah, Matt Niskanen. Ooh, that could give me another one. Though. Sorry. <laughs> oh shit! I just said that. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, yeah, All right, you Lyle. You're welcome. Lyle, go ahead. Okay, um, I'm going to say James Neal. James. Ah! Real deal, James Neal. Sorry. Oh! Sorry. Uh, Sean, you, you, who are you going to All right, Sean, what do you got? Well, I'm trying to remember who was in that trade. Oh, no. I know the other guy. Oh. You want me to help you? <laughs> <laughs> Does he block shots? <laughs> we, we, we can give you half points. Get Wait, Hudson, come no. back on and say it. <laughs> Bro! You don't know him? 
I'm gonna go. No, I, I, I forget. Who's in I'm gonna go with my one of my favorite players at the time. Okay. Who's now gone from? He went from the most underrated player in the league to one of the biggest albatross contracts in oh, the league. No. Louis Erickson. Louis Erickson's on the board. Ooh, that's good. Keeping Louis. A uh, couple Caps legends still left on the board, Johnny. Oh, Caps, Caps legends. legends. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> couple Caps legends. Um, I'm gonna. I don't remember the other side of the Niskanen deal. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna go with uh, my favorite cage-wearing defenseman that played in Dallas, and that is Stefan Robida. Stefan Robida on the board. There you go. There it is. Mark Robida Island. Alex Galagoski. Sorry, not there. Oh, <laughs> that's the what a good though. one too. Yeah, that was. Oh man. Yep. That was that was it. How did neither? How was neither one of them on that team? Nobody on that trade was on this team. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, they did not exist. Did they, did they all get pulled because the trade wasn't was, was, was it imminent? <laughs> yeah, it was right before the draft. That's so. why he picked yeah. this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, actually, you know what's funny? They only played 48 games. This is the only game Golagoski didn't play this season. Oh, <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, that's great. Oh, wow. I think he did that on purpose. Wow. Oh, I wish I'd had that kind of for- foreshadowing. Uh, Lyle, who do you got? Um... Yeah, but, uh, no, he, he could still be playing with Brendan Morrow. Brendan Morrow on the Bordeaux. Yes, <laughs> on the Bordeaux. <laughs> uh, Sean. <clears throat> well, if we're gonna go with the Stars Penguins connection, he was traded back and forth like three or four times. Uh, Jamie Alexiak. On the board, Jamie Alexiak. Holy jumping! Ooh, that's Big, I, he was traded back and forth. To That's the good. Stars and Penguins, like, at least twice. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah. Um, I'm just glad he's actually in the game on, like, the other five that I guessed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sean, he played 47 games. The only game he wasn't playing. <laughs> yeah, he was traded uh, from the star by the Stars to the Penguins in December of 2017 and then traded back <coughs> to the Stars in January of 2019. So there you go. Um, Johnny. Um, Tom Pody. Tom Pody. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Uh, Mark. Uh, I I think this is one of the Caps legends that Scott is referring to. Okay. I seem to remember this fella closing out his career down in Dallas. Okay. Sergey Gonchar. Sergey Gonchar. Sorry. Didn't he close out in Ottawa? He closed it out. Yeah, uh, it I think in Ottawa. Ottawa. He did play in Dallas he, for like a yeah. hot second though. I th- yeah. Yeah. Now he's in Vancouver. <clears throat> now he's hanging out there. An assistant coach. Yep. Lyle, what do you got for us? Uh oh, yeah. Um <laughs> Oh, uh yeah, thinking of uh Oilers defenseman. Okay. And I'm hoping that this one this guy was should should have started his career, I think, by this point. I'm thinking Jeff Petrie. Jeff Petrie, the dish is on the board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sean. I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I still have to say when I'm listening by myself. Too, so. <laughs> I think I'm the only one who picks up on those little jokes that you, that you drop you. in there. Appreciate it, The other man. clowns never laugh. <laughs> no, no, sell, no selling me like they're Japanese wrestlers. It's terrible. Uh, last call for Sean Leahy. Last call. 
Oilers, Stars. Before the deadline. 2013. Previous to the deadline. We said Brendan Morrow. That's right. right. Yep. Yep. So I don't know which one this is. Okay. So I think maybe I'm kind of increasing my chances, but I want to say Peter a, a Peter Sakura. Um, none Peter Sakura. Uh, none Peter Sakura. You had two choices. You get two, and you got a both. No, I, I was trying to double my odds, but yeah, it didn't work. That's kind of smart, though. Yeah, you know, I like I like the John, I like the you know John what? Paddock is still coaching. You got the you got the uh, you got the uh, double mint gum award of the night for doubling your chances. Thank you. Yeah. John Paddock is still coaching? Sure. Sounds right. I think I was coaching like when I was in diapers. Holy oh, God. so you're, hold on. Are you watching the CHL game that you yeah, said wasn't on I, the NHL? <laughs> I was lied to. By Never <laughs> trust the guide. Clearly. Uh, Johnny Last Call, Johnny Last Call. Oh, man. Um, Mike Smith. Sorry, no Mike Smith. Mark Last Call. Uh, Jeff Halpern. No, Jeff Halpern. Sorry. <laughs> Lyle, last call. Uh, go with the old uh, Oilers standby from roughly around this era and say Ryan Smith. Ryan Smith's on that board. We close out on a high. Hey, hey, we close was, out. Uh, on so I was going to try and corner the market on Lettinens. Is uh-huh. Gary Lettinen on this team as well? Uh, he used to be, but used not, to be, at, that not at that point. Not nope. at that point. No. Yeah. Okay. For your Dallas it. Stars, <clears throat> Jamie Ben was mentioned. Trevor Daly. Uh, Caps legend Brendan Dillon. Mm. Uh, Caps legend Cody Eakin. Oh, yeah. Ginger. Uh, Erickson was mentioned. Vernon Fiddler. Uh, this guy had the game-winning goal. Caps legend Yarmir Yager. Oh. <laughs> oh! Back in the era of the traveling Yagers. Exactly. That is yes. awesome. Uh, Philip Larson. I totally forgot he played for the Stars. Right? I know, right? I thought he was trapped in the uh, in the Eastern Conference for a while Forever. there. Forever. Metro division. Yeah, yeah. Metro booming. Uh, Philip Larson. Mora was mentioned. The guy I was thinking of, Eric Nystrom. The striptease mm. for the XR Ben Knights. Uh, Alexiak. Robidal were mentioned. Aaron Rome, if you want to. Uh, Antoine Roussel. <laughs> Good callback to the BC. Right? <laughs> Full circle, ago. full circle, baby. Uh, Antoine Roussel, Derek Roy, Michael Ryder, Riley Smith, Thomas Vincor, and Kari Letton in a net. For the Oilers, Mark Arcabello, uh, oh, Everly oh. was mentioned, Gagne Hall were mentioned, Timu Harkonnen uh, was me- was there, Hemsky, Darcy Hordachuk, who played a whopping 49 seconds, <laughs> uh, Anton Lander, who played a whopping minute 15, Magnus Poljarvi Svensson, uh, uh, Lenart Patrell. That's made up. That <laughs> can't be real name. That's, that's your twenty-five of your career name. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Petrie was mentioned. Corey Potter. Justin Schultz was mentioned. Nick Schultz was not. Um, Ladislav Schmid. Uh, Ryan Smith. Ryan Whitney. Neil Yakupov and Annette. The Tower. Double D. Devin Dubnik. Oh, oh yeah. before he became Devin Dubnik. Exactly. Yes, before, he before became, they were stars. Yeah. Well, that was his real downfall was trying to go after the NHL Guardians at the at the That's NHL true. All-Star game, right? That is true. Yeah. Sean, yeah. Sean. But we still don't know how that concluded. Yeah, we do. We have it right Time here. We have the tome. <laughs> we have the tome. We have the tome right here, ready to go. My my this is my Bible. 
Story time with Scotty Waz. And lo, the penguin said unto thee, one, two, three, just make sure no one gets harmed and I'll give him a thick coating of ice. That's pornographic. <laughs> you sure you got the right book there? That's, I don't know if that's what kind of Guardian project that is. It was just a guy in a latex suit. Yeah, Who knows? You, you not slipping uh, some uh, hockey erotica in there? I oh, we got to bring attention. that bit back. Mm. I should do it like seriously for the Patreon viewers and just like do... <laughs> Like serious reads. Yeah, serious reads in, in in ASMR voices. <laughs> so, all right, Lyle, it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. As always. Appreciate Good to see you again, yeah. Sean. You oh, too, Lyle. To hope us. to see you again real soon. I hope so, buddy. It seems like a yeah. threat. <laughs> <laughs> Be seeing you real soon. <laughs> We're coming over for that whiskey. All righty. Bye, Lyle. Have a good one, guys. See you next week. Bye. There he goes. It's all RichardsInspectorsHockey.net. I mean, of all of us, Leahy's the closest to Lyle anyway. That's true. Yeah, but he lives in the future, right? Isn't like an hour ahead where he lives? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He lives an hour in the future. It's fine. You can you you could know the results of the Bedard game and bet money on a previous. I can't bet on that here in the U.S. Oh. But in, in Canada, York. you can go to Canada and they can bet there. Oh, too late. Oh, well. well. New York doesn't have betting yet. No, they do. It's just you, just not on Long Island. They don't have CHL games, and also, for whatever reason, the language that they used in like the agreement to open betting, you cannot bet on individual players for like awards. Oh, so I can't bet no on MVP. Bets. You could bet on like Sidney Crosby. You'll have over one and a half shots. This, you know, stuff like that, or you know, passing yards for a quarterback. You can't do any futures for awards. You would think that would be the one thing you could do because that's really all subjective. That's talking luck of the draw. I don't know, man. It's but that can be influenced. You could bet team stuff, like, you know, this team will win the Stanley Cup or the Super Bowl or this division, but yeah. players, nope. It's just stat stuff for them, not mm. awards. Sadly, uh, sadly, betting is still stuck on the uh, one highway that Long Island uses to get in and out of the entire place. We have three main highways on Long Island. The Long Island Expressway, Northern City Expressway, and Southern City Expressway. Thank you very much. <laughs> and Sunrise Highway. Uh, it takes me four hours to get to Long Island. It takes me two more hours to go, like, 30 miles. And it takes you three days to tell me that you've been on Long Island. No, no, no. I, no. I tell you while I'm on the way. Mark tells you while he's all the way home. It's not what I heard. That's not what That's, I heard. And and John, you got to use the proper terminology. It takes you four hours to get on to Long Island. Yeah, oh, in yeah, Long yeah. Island, you're not in the ground. You're not you know, dying <clears throat> yet. yet. <laughs> <laughs> Give me time. All right. Well, Sean, you got any shout-outs? Uh, here's a shout-out to you boys. It's always fun to come on here and, and chop it up. What does that um, even mean? Is that a new catchphrase? Shout-out to, to Lyle. Turning 60, which is amazing. I yeah. wouldn't have guessed that. I um, didn't know Lyle was only 15 years older than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the NHL All-Star Weekend. It was, I always enjoyed attending it and skills competition and the game not so much, but um, it is always a fun weekend and obviously the format isn't really exciting at all. I kind of liked it back in the day, but also we were younger and Things like that it kind of excited us more. Um, 
Shout out to Angel Network for uh, letting me see Conor Bedard tonight after <laughs> leaving me in the dark for about an hour and a half. Well, I mean, maybe maybe they figured out how to listen to the show live somehow. Yeah, they, and they tapped were in. Like, shit, Leahy wanted to watch this game tonight. We should put it on. We should tweet it out there that we're going to put it on tonight. I mean, I was watching uh, the, the Leafs and Bruins game, so I don't even know if they just cut away from that AHL game that they were, they were supposed was, to be showing at seven o'clock. It was four. Mayo. It was four to one Phantoms. Oh, okay. That's probably why. It's, it's like when they end. Like it's like when they and when Fox pulled away from that Cowboys game a couple weeks ago when they were, you know, the score was out of hand and went to the, uh, something else. So yeah, all right. It was great. Now I have something to do. But by, by the I'm glad we could help. Yeah. Thanks. You're the best. Doing our best, buddy. So, by the way, this only has uh, clips of the uh, the game, so I'm just going to post the overtime victory uh, goal from Yarmir right. Yager for this week. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's good. Um, Johnny Shannons. Um, I'm going to give a shout-out to Anton Valchenko. <clears throat> yep. Apparently, he doesn't get as much credit as he should. It's true. <laughs> from, yeah. from fantastic story. I'll let Mark tell that story. Um, give a shout-out to the Black Bears and their old Bay jerseys. Yep. Good weekend. It was fun. Shout out to uh, Route One Apparel who made that all happen. There's uh, uh, some rumblings of maybe another another Maryland-based mm-hmm. night at uh, mm-hmm. at, uh, at the Den. Mm-hmm. So yeah. <clears throat> so uh, let's go. All right, Mark. Um, let's see. I'll give a shout out to. Uh, uh, sombrero guy. Hey, Brandon and, and Elisa came to visit over the weekend. Got the kids together. They came down. They were looking around in the studio because it was their first time down at the house. And Brandon was like, "Why do you have a random picture of a senator's defenseman on your wall?" <laughs> so I went into the story, and as I, I was telling the story, I forgot his name. Mark was like, he blocked shots. As I typically do. So I had to text John to ask him what it, what the dude's name was. Jesus. <laughs> he thought I was kidding. On was brand. I did yeah. th- I did think Mark was kidding at first. And I was like, you do mean Anton Melchick? And he's like, yes. Yes, that's the guy. Oh <laughs> I was like, damn it. I even looked really closely to see if like he had signed his name in any sort of legible, legible fashion. Way. Of course not. No. Mm-mm. So... <laughs> Yeah, that's all I got for tonight. And Sean, <clears throat> thanks, thanks for for yes, you know, giving a good example to the the ginger in my house. One of the gingers in my house. Good example. This is what you're going to become in 35 years. That's right. <laughs> this, this this right here. <laughs> we do even Wednesday wear... nights playing haha fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> you even wear the same colored shirt. It was like he was just looking into the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my uh, hair did used to be that bright when I was that young too, so it, it darkened as I get older. So we'll okay. see what happens with him. Yeah, yeah we will. We go. <laughs> uh, will. Uh, I would like to Maybe. give give a shout she out to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's falling down the steps. That's yeah. true. I'd like to give a shout out to Utz's Sweet Barbecue and Crab Chips. Ooh. Oh boys, the fucking game has been changed on savory sweet things. It's like a honey with a little bit of Old Bay on there. Wait, we can't legally say Old Bay because Utz doesn't have the license. But, uh, oh, fantastic. Mama Waz coming through clutch because she didn't want to go to Arundel Mills, and I don't blame her. 
um, a disc to Storm for the bowling ball. Because, like, fuck, man. Like, a bowling ball should... It's going to make it easier for me to pick up splits. I get that, sure. But I don't think, you know... I don't want this as a spare ball. The, the crack going all the way around. So, it's like Baltimore, West Baltimore at this thing. Um, topical humor, Scotty. You're doing great, buddy. Um... Shout out to Blakey Sh- didn't even laugh at that one. <laughs> he was like, even that's a bit I didn't know how to process that. Really. <laughs> uh, shout out to Leahy for coming on. We love, we love Sean. A big, big yes. way. Glad he's able. Glad he's still around, hanging out. Yeah, thank you for downloading Skype every time he comes on the show. Glad, well, glad he deleted in about ten minutes. Glad, glad he was able to get his uh, shift off of uh, Best Buy to come here and join us on the show. Yeah, like Mike, uh, like Steve Carell in uh, Four Year Virgin. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. That's it. That's all. We've done it. Um, so for Jenny P. Mark with the scene, Sean Leahy, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Face Off Hockey Show, part of the Face Off Hockey Show media faction. Hey, FOHS Radio. That's where you can get us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. It's a great time if you want to give us some money for Patreon. Patreon.com slash Face Off Hockey Show is right there for you. Hey, until we talk to you next week and we remember to hit the record button once again, it'll be two times in a row. If we do it three times, it's a winning streak. Um, we'll talk to you next week. Peace. Mm-hmm.